Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Oh, I did it. I did. We did. Last, the last intro to the last show wasn't like that, but no. I feel good. I feel good that we, we got it out of the way. Just scratching like, that itch right on your chode. Oh my, whoa, wow. Yeah, just getting it. <laughs> Uh, the, you know what, the, the irony of you saying that, and I know it was just a metaphor, but uh, my hands stink now for some reason, <laughs> I, I don't know why, and they're a little bit greasy. <laughs> that's sick. Whatever. I don't know. Way to, way to start the show off classy. <laughs> but, uh, God, it seems like we haven't recorded forever. Oh, no. I, I still remember almost dry heaving into the freaking garbage can on the slab. Oh, so. really? Yeah, so that, that doesn't seem like that long ago. Oh, dude. I guess I guess I got a lot going on, but... Man, it seems like it's been forever to me. I'm, you know, luckily we have a ton of crap to talk about today. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> Pardon me. We got some good um, feedback. You know, typically we don't do a lot of emails, but we got a few this time that uh, that I think that we should bring in just because they talk about necromantic and of course I love that movie. So I think it's uh, a. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, there was a moment like that in one of today's things. Where, uh, what are you eating that, digesting it partially for me, throwing it back up so I can lop, lap it up? What? Really? Maybe I didn't watch the right movie. I hope so. I hope <laughs> I hope you did. Anyway. I think I remember that, but maybe not. Well, today we're going to be talking about, uh, actually, we have a grab bag show. You know what? The subtitle of this show, the title's going to be Grab Bag. Yeah. The subtitle is insert ball joke here well see that's what I, I tweeted that out i'm like oh we're doing a grab bag i just hope mike doesn't grab my bag yes why not <laughs> well because dude i don't want people to think that's going on well as if as if we do it all the time just well, no one ever hears it it's so <laughs> we don't do a video podcast it sounds like this <laughs> that's when sam stands up and shakes his hips back and forth <laughs> oh my gosh let's, let's talk about a couple things okay right. um for, well, how, do you got some? No. Do you want to talk about some, or should we just get right into let's business? Let's get right into it. I got, I got, I got some business to yeah, talk about. Yeah, let's do it. I finally, I've been promising this for a long time. Uh, how, and and this was actually when we had more uh, sub podcasts when we were going to do the Sinister Sideshow too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, I actually have uh, the three feeds going. All right. Now, what that means is, if you want to continue to get all of the slab in in the regular show. Uh, and Cadaver Classics with Steven, just stay subscribed to, to where you're at. However, if you only want Cadaver Classics, if you go to cadaverclassics.cadaverlab.com, you can just get that. Or if you just want us, Sam and me, which is the slab and this, then uh, go to main.cadaverlab.com and subscribe to that feed. Uh, I, I say just stick with it. Stick on the main one. you know. And uh, also don't forget about Hamicus. Actually, Hamicus is... Uh, some damicus this week. Whoa! For uh, Sundance, like that. You know, I was gonna go to a few Sundance <clears> movies <throat> this week, but then uh, I was kind of in a shitty mood driving by, and I saw a bunch of like douchebag hipsters waiting in line. Yeah, I'm like, screw I, that. You know, I keep thinking every year. I'm like, I should really go up there. I should take my family up there, and we should go to dinner. I mean, you should probably drop a hundred bucks going to dinner, but you oh, know sure. what? You never know who's going to be in there. Well, and this this was just up in in Salt right, Lake, too. right? So right. yeah, I mean, I didn't. And even... I was thinking about going up to Park City, but then I'm like, <clears throat> I just, I hate those people, dude. Last year up in Park City, I took a day off to go work at the well, not work, but just kind of man the Salty Horror Film mm-hmm. Festival booth. Freaking, it is a madhouse up there, and if and if you have to park yourself, and you you know. I can't imagine trying to keep track of kids and all that stuff up there too. Can I? I need to. I need to tell you an analogy. Oh. So I've seen a horse breeding farm, 
before. Sure. Now, the way this works is they have a stud, and the stud gets, they get him really excited by having the mares that are in heat kind of around him. But he knows what to do. So, so but but the problem is, is you can't. This is a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar horse. You can't have him go mount the mares, or else he get kicked in the nuts and it's game over. Right. So you oh, really? have to just get him excited, but then you turn him loose on a dummy, and you have to go. So what happens is, are you is, serious? He gets How do you really, even know this? Because I saw it happen. This was fantastic. This is an awesome story. <laughs> oh, so so we so I'm out there, and uh, and so they they put these mares that are in heat, and they're you know the, the, the stud his name was Taylor. Okay, is sniffing around. Wow, that's a yeah, yeah yeah. That's an oddly human name. I, I know it was Weird. bizarre. Okay, but anyways, so in the meantime, the guy's explaining, okay, and this is the plastic vagina, and he's got this giant tube that he's put like a a plastic bag in, and he's put warm water around it, so I guess it feels like a horse vagina. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> anyways, he's like, okay, so then what happens is this, and this. so what happens is is that the the Taylor is sniffing the mares, and then he knows to just turn around, and there's a dummy behind him, kind of in the shape of a horse, really? and he gets on top of it and starts just pounding the <laughs> shit out of this dummy. And this dude is running for his life, trying to catch the horse dick and put it into this plastic vagina, Are you so the horse can ejaculate, you? and then you like can one load of sperm can inseminate six horses because you put sperm extender and then you insert it in the mares and i actually got to be el- elbow deep shit. up inside a horse and actually hit the horse's vagina yeah hit the what? cervix oh it was awesome it was quivering right when i went in it oh was, wow that is so, so anyways my point behind all of that is if i went up to sundance and i saw kevin bacon that same response to turn around and go on to town on the dummy. <laughs> I would just all of a sudden go beat the shit out of Kevin Bacon just like that horse. Oh, it was dude. a long way to get there, but it was oh, It was a very entertaining route that we took oh, to yeah. uh, getting oh, yeah. a Kevin Bacon beat down. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. I feel better. Oh, my gosh. Plus, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, Sundance, go for the films, I guess. But everyone up there is a douchebag. Well, that's all I'll say. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I wanted to say that uh, we need you to get go to the forums. You need to go to the forums. I've been to the forums. I today. have too. Oh, today you did. Cadaverlab.com slash forums. Basically, we, you know what? We, we, we've resurrected. And when I say we, uh-huh. I mean it's all been me. I've worked so hard getting every... I'm just teasing. It was been Gracie's poppy. Yeah. But, but listen... He, he he's been on people's butt, and it, it's actually it's it's flourished. It suffered there for a while when you know when we all split up and because nobody went and it just kind of died. But I think it, it's it's close to its previous glory. Nice. Yeah, well, I do need to get back on there. So cadaverlab.com forum, just say hi, talk some crap, and uh, Florida Possum and uh, Zombie Girl uh, for all you ladies have a uh, Men of Horror thread going on where they have pictures Ooh. of me. Wow. With my shirt off. Oh. And videos of me flexing my right peg. Flexing my left peg. I just want a little sound effects. Oh, damn it. There you go. Dude, that's a, that'll be, that would be an awesome animated gift, by the way. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Oh, that's but awesome. Go there, sign up, do it awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Friday Night Frights. I just wanted uh, Aaron's still doing a great job. I wanted to make sure you guys all know that if you don't if you don't want to stream online, you can now download the MP4s. Aaron's is really being vigilant with this. He's every week he's uploading, burning it up, uploading, uh, and also he's got <clears throat> Dollar Movie Drive and wanted to just throw a shout out to him. So you're saying he's on a really tight schedule? Awesome. Is he? 
Well, I don't know. He just said he's really diligent, so he's like probably getting one out once a week, same time, same, same bat time, same bat challenge. Oh yeah, Good is, that, for is him. that some kind of a double on top? No, because okay, That's, that kicks ass. Way to go! No, and every every Thursday sends me an email and put up the movie every Friday, nice. and uh, I just got a new phone. That guy must love his listeners. Shut up. <laughs> yes. That guy must, you know, that's a great point. Yeah, I think that guy Diligent, really, he, yeah. it's like you could set your watch by it. Wow. Every, that guy, every that single, guy, I bet he makes love to his listeners. That every, guy Everybody right now is like, what <laughs> the hell are they talking about? Do you, want, do you want to just go into that one? No, I don't know, whatever. I'm just having fun, dude. I'm just having a good time recording some podcasts. Okay, so so here's the deal. We, of course, we're going to do some some voicemails, but we got some emails. And uh, maybe we should start off. We got a piece of hate mail. Now, I, and I did this on Facebook, and I told myself I wasn't going to read it, but it's you guys, it is so funny. And I hope to alienate this guy. I don't, I don't know. I'm really not trying to be a douchebag, but, but um, I, I, I just, I just want. I guess I want to offer an apology. Is what it is, because, um, well, because for the reason why this guy feels like we need to apologize yeah. to him. And yeah, sure, sure, this is just read it. This is stupid. <laughs> All right. Mike and Sam, I can't tell you how disappointed I am in you guys. You guys have the best chemistry in podcasting and one of the top five best podcasts that exists, horror or not. So so far, so good. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. (laughs) It goes downhill quickly. Should I do it in a voice? No. No. It is because of this that I can no longer hold back my anger. You guys used to be very regular with your podcast uh, releases. I could count on being able to listen to your show every other Sunday night. Now you put out your podcast seemingly at random with no consistency. I understand that you are busy guys, but I don't understand how you think you can get away with being totally random and keep the interest of your listeners when they have no idea when the show will be released. I don't know if you guys just think you can abuse your listeners all you want, and since you guys think you are so great that you can get away with whatever you want to, or if you are just being lazy. Well, let me be the first of many people that I am sure will tell you that I'm not going to listen to your show until you get your scheduling ironed out. I'm just so tired of expecting a new episode when there, wait, when there should be one and there is not one. So until you get your shit together, I won't listen. You guys have let me down for the last time. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to commit to him that I'm going to take podcast Metamucil and I'm going to become regular. Whoa, there, Whoa. Is, there's podcast Metamucil? Obviously, because he says that you guys used to be re- very regular. And we, I think we were. Uh-huh. You know, the, here, here, I think the, the circumstances were different, but we used to be, God, we used to be every week, dude. I, I couldn't believe, I can't believe Can you imagine that, that. Three movies a week. Plus all the shit that we have to do to get ready. Yeah, all the <laughs> shit that we have to do to get ready. <laughs> and then to edit it, damn it, that takes me forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm really disappointed in you because uh, you never edit. I know. And I'm just... <laughs> I try. I would try to edit once and I'm so just... I would get so caught up that I would be like... It would take me probably 10 hours to edit. Well, dude, you're you're going to be... You're, you're doing a screenwriting I know. thing right now. Let, let, we'll just throw out a little teaser. No, I, so I, I don't know. I just I felt like I wanted to share that email. I don't want to sit and bag on this guy. No, yeah, we got to finish that off. So, I, you know, I don't keep track of when the podcast is coming out, but it was my understanding that you were putting those out every, like, Sunday in the morning. No, no. Oh, before? Yeah. Or uh, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. So, but now, I mean, 
now it's whenever we get time to do it and stick it out. Yeah, right. Whoa. What? Wow. Wow. Well, we've, re- we've been recording the slab on a Wednesday. Right. And so, and then this one, we usually Well, the thing is, is, I think I mean, maybe what we've been doing is like, one, we'll get two and a half weeks. And, oh, yeah. You know, just a little thing. That's just that. how it goes. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I don't really know what to say, except, yeah. I mean, and I don't want to be too big of a douchebag. I've already been a douchebag reading that because, what, I mean, no but offense. He's but not this listening. Guy, he's not listening. It's, right. it's, so, yeah, I don't feel too bad about it because he's <laughs> obviously not listening. Hey, well, somebody who knows that dick. Please let him know. You know what? Listen. Hey, listen. Okay. We have to be able to let him know when we go back to regular because he's not listening. How will he ever know? That's a great point. In his defense, though, and and maybe he's pulling the wool over my eyes, but in his defense, I, he used a real name and not he some... He did? Okay. Cadaver Lab sucks big donkey balls. <clears throat> I thought you told me his name was Dick. That's why I said that. No. No? Oh, no, my no, bad. No. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my bad. No, but we won't say, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. All right. Sorry, guys. I... This is I I did I did my best. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough. That's uh, that's rude. Um, man, that was a totally rude segment. Sorry, guys. Up up mine. Yeah, Seriously, that guy, that guy up mine. You know what? I you know what? For the next douche cast, yeah. I am the douche of the month. For awesome. Online. I'll be I'll be right there with you because you know that guy just voiced his opinion. Thanks for taking some time to shoot off an email. We happen to disagree with you a little bit and don't know why you're so anal about it. But, hey, you know, you're entitled to You know, this thing. isn't the worst we've gotten either. Oh, I, we, you I, know, how come you don't forward me that stuff? We should, I, well, one was a voicemail, and oh. it was right in a very tender time. Oh. Right when me and you broke up. Oh, you did tell me about that I one. did tell you about that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't anyway, want to be a dick yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, we got an email from Gracie's Poppy. And I, and, 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 and in all seriousness, this one kind I mean... And I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that one, but but this one takes the freaking cake. Uh, during Necromantic, I figured that you guys stumbled upon another level of the rating scale. Watch at your own risk for movies that you can't really recommend, but we should experience. So it probably should be Bonesaw, Buy, Redbox, AMC, Watch at Your Own Risk, Don't Bother, and Kill All the People Involved. Who do you think you are, sir? <laughs> You mess with the delicate balance of the Cadaver Lab rating scale? That's right. You mess with the bull, you get its ass. You get Sam's hand five feet up your <laughs> quivering vagina. <laughs> <How's that? laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Uh, I actually think that's a actually that's a that's a pretty good Yeah, uh, that's a really good idea. I think that's a, it, it, <clears throat> except for I, I want to do one thing. I don't think watch at your own risk should be its own rating. Because, I mean, there are ones that I would give a bone saw, but I would also right, say... Right, right. So, maybe it's a qualifier. It is a qualifier. Yes. I agree with that 100%. It's a, it's a badge, yes. if you will. Yes. So, so what do you say? So no, like, I think that's a great so idea. So, like with Netroman- or Necromantic, it would absolutely be watch your own risk. Yeah. And then we could assign another one of exactly. those, like, eh, maybe a Redbox or well, an AMC or something. Well, you got to realize, I mean, how many... How many mo- well, yeah. When I think of watch at your own risk, I think of movies that, like... And I don't think anybody with the delicate sensibilities of my wife is listening. But if it's like, I think of it like with, with you. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know what, Sam, let's watch Necromantic. I'm going to tell you though, you have to watch it at your own risk. Yeah. Whatever, asshole. I have to watch this shit no matter what. Cause I got to do the show. <laughs> no, no, but I think that's a great idea. I do too. Uh, I wish I had a cadaver lab gavel because we would make that into law. Okay, okay. Okay, well, that was a lot less uh, epic than I was hoping for. <laughs> we don't have one. <laughs> I know. If we had one, that would be epic. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, all right. Uh, okay, so we got a couple of uh, 
voice, uh, emails about, and, and the only reason I'm reading these is because it's necromantic and I don't know, I was affected by this movie. Like, yeah. Like seriously. <clears throat> yep. And you know, it still sticks with me. I still hear that. I'm going to put in the music right there. <laughs> you know what I thought about when I read that email today, what? by the way, what? somebody's going to get mad at us because I haven't been putting in uh, uh, trailer trailers at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, I'm so disappointed in you. You're so lazy. You will not put in trailers. I used to audio. lay in bed with Vaseline and lotion and wait for movie trailers. Oh, to hold, come on, out. hold on, stop. Let me let me explain what I'm saying. Sam is not only closing his eyes, but he is squeezing them shut. And his mouth is oh my gosh. The, that was intense. Wasn't it that though? That was intense. Because I was I was thinking about when I lay in bed with lotion and Vaseline <laughs> listening to movie trailers. <laughs> no, but no. No. Who's that? All right, anyway. <laughs> um, okay, uh, here is, uh, uh, this is actually a forum post, and this is another reason why you should get on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, from our good friend, the Beardy Freak. And this guy, no, I mean, let's be honest with you guys. I mean, we're, I don't think we're pulling the wool over anybody's head. We don't, we don't know there is all there is to know about horror movies and, and cinema. It's so funny <laughs> because, like, every once in a while, Brian will be, you know, the hammockist guy. He'll give you some shit for not watching we're not being into like real cinema. Oh, really? And all I say is, dude, I like horror movies. Yeah. That's it. Well, you so, know what's funny is uh, that there was an iTunes rating that we had a while ago. It may still be up there. Um, and uh, <clears throat> every once in a while, I just go through there just to kind of see what's going on. Right? Uh -huh. and there's one that said, you know, these guys are so hilarious. They may not know very much <laughs> yeah. a lot about horror, but they're so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, we dude, don't know anything. Know. At least this guy over on this side of the table doesn't. Well, but it's still fun. Well, dude, well... You know what? I used to think that I, I mean, I, here, here's the thing. I'm, I, I'm pretty good at trivia, like mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. So and I, I feel like that, yeah, if I watch a movie, I can remember it and, and whatever. Like, I, I don't know. My brain works that way. You know, useless information. Mm -hmm. So I used to think that I, you know, that I had a handle on all the stuff for movies. But when it gets into the, like the real cinema and this and this, it's like, <laughs> I have no clue, people. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to make sure everyone knows that because I don't want to get an email. You guys... I swear to you, I'm going to start listening if you don't learn how to watch movies and be critical about that. I don't know. I'm sorry. You know what's funny is when I took my little sabbatical yeah. since I've been back, I haven't had one. One person call me a noob. Wow. So I came back kind of a fresh, and people actually, I've got some that, credibility. You guys, that's why that's why he left, you assholes. Yeah. Because everyone was calling him a noob. That's right. Hold on. Let me, ch let me check to make sure that... <laughs> Yeah, we're good. Okay, just making sure. Oh, I, I just had a little panic. But, <laughs> At no, least but, you, at least you had the panic attack. Uh, Fifteen early. minutes in, instead not of, after. Yeah. Anyway, no, but uh, well, uh, anyway, that joke's dead because yep. <laughs> I'm going to leave, no, gonna leave that in so they can they know why the joke died. <laughs> Listen, the necromantic. <laughs> uh, we almost had to do the necromantic show all the way over again. Was it that one? Yeah, no, was it was it? demons because it was here. No, it was it was up at Corporate Alliance. Was it really? Yeah, I remember walking out thinking, oh, shit. Because I'm thinking, I have to go back to work. I can't do it right now. Oh, then it was here, too. Because I was here. I was with you. So it's every episode that I am a dumbass. Oh, well, I checked it. We're good. Right. We're, we're good to go. Plus, this little H2 recorder, it's a lot more It's a lot more uh, reliable than, our, than, than uh, the old setup. Yeah. 
Anyway, so Beardy Freak, beardyfreak.com. He knows a lot of uh, more shit than we do. So I'm going to go ahead and read his uh, thoughts on Necromantic. By the way, everybody gave me crap because it's not Jorg Butgreit, which I know it's not, people. I know he was not. A I know it's Jorg Butgreit, the guy I thought, Savini or something. I don't know. But uh, no, I know that. I'm sorry. I was trying yeah. to make a joke. Yeah. George Butgreit. Okay. It's in my head. I know. Gosh, damn. Okay, so here it is. T pretty much taking a huge break from the internet. Too many C-U-N-T-S. We don't say that word here in the U.S. Too many what? C-U-N-T-S. Oh, yes. But not at the Cadaver Lab forums. He put that down there, right there. Yep. Uh, he said, but he, blah, he dropped his line. Blah, blah, blah. I thought you were pretty fair in there summing up. Not a film for everyone or a film that's easily uh, <clears throat> easy to defend viewing. Uh, though why should he have to? Up your people's. But it's unique, very eccentric and personal, wonderfully grotesque and subversive, and I thought exceptionally well made with a given budget and resources, great cadaver effects. That's actually the company of our sister company, Cadaver mm -hmm. FX. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. Glad it you will be one day. Maybe. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we didn't even mention how we're making a... Making a oh, no, no, no. We're no, not no. telling anybody. No. We're teasing. No, tease. We're teasing. Yep. There might be something on the horizon. That's all I'll say. <laughs> that has to go. Uh, anyway, uh, glad you picked up on the excellent music. It's a big part of the film, and that damn main theme always sticks in my head. And I think that was one of the most disturbing things mm -hmm. in the movie. Uh, the rabbit scene, by the way, was not a scene of a rabbit being killed for the film. Film Yorg had just filmed it on a rabbit farm. They have a rabbit farm. The bunny was going to be killed anyway. More stock animal snuff footage appears in Necro 2, as well as well on Monica M's TV seals, I think. I have not seen number two. Let's see, Jorg, Jorg, so pardon me, was a major truly independent talent in his opinion, and it's a shame he had such a struggle and has, has recently almost vanished. He was a nicely eccentric, full of bluster, friendly guy, and was always welcome at the film festivals. Uh, by the way, the big blonde guy uh, has to be said, looks like a perfect Nazi Superman, taking a real piss on the screen in the early part of the film, uh, is Jorg. Mm. Um, he told me about a... Uh, a documentary called Corpse Effing Art. It's actually very good. One of the rare cases where behind-the-scenes stuff um, and how the FX is actually interesting, well worth tracking down. Sadly, uh, all his films are either slightly cut or on long OOP, very expensive DVDs. I don't know what OOP stands for. Uh, I, okay, so the reason I wanted to read this is because I actually got a copy of Corpse Effing Art. Oh, you were telling me about no that. no other than, than Florida Possum. There, here's the thing. It didn't have English subtitles, so it's all in German, and I obviously don't speak German. Um, but, you know the last scene of the movie? Mm -hmm. Did we give it away on our no. last episode? No, we did not. Okay, you know how disturbing it is. Yes. Anyway, so here's the deal. I, I, I was like kind of clicking through it, and, and it, it showed the setup of that scene. Everybody on scene was like dicking around, laughing, and one guy was just like pretending and laughing. Really? And whatever. They were having a great old time. Let's just say that when that one was put to film and I watched it, <laughs> I did not feel the same way. No. They did a good job of masking their uh, their levity. Wow. Um, let's see. Uh, one more bit of... Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I and I read this. I, I'm reading this one because in... Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. In highlighted, in bold, there is the words vaginal splinters. I can see that. That was the first thing I read from the other side of the table right there. <laughs> uh, let's see. You know what makes me curious? Oh, this is from Mandy de la Muerte. 
uh, from the Focus on Metal podcast, focusonmetal.net. I think their website's down, uh-huh. but it's still whatever. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, by the way, she liked your Walmart thug. Or, or, uh, oh, she, she calls it the uh, about Tweedledee and Tweedledum and their magical Walmart hug. Yeah. <laughs> you warned her frozen soul. That's I'm excellent. glad. Uh, you know what makes me curious? Where or how did the boyfriend-girlfriend hook up? How do you find someone? Help a girl out, Mike. I can't even get a date as it is. How do you get a date with a necrophiliac? Did we talk about getting a date with no, the horse? No. With the horse guys? No. I saw Wait. a real sex whatever on uh, on uh, oh, HBO. Oh yeah, you time. did talk did, about that. Did we talk that. about that on the show? Yeah, you did just for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but it's the same concept. Like, how do you figure that out? I don't know. What uh, bring a dead hand and uh, stick it up your butt, and then if somebody like likes what they see, wants they... to shake it, then <laughs> you'll know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. She's Isn't that fun to do? No. Isn't that fun to do no. to stand up and use your sack as a bell well, sure. against your legs? <laughs> sure it is, but this is, our podcast is way too classy Come for that on. kind of talk. You're right. Except for my knees. The inside of my knees get really, like, they get sore after doing that. You know, I wonder why there were bruises on my ankles. <laughs> oh, damn. I wonder why I trip over and <laughs> What about the, the dude that's walking six feet behind me tripping? <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I'm not staying on, I'm not staying on topic here. Uh, okay, where am I? Uh, yeah, but really, how would one hook up with another necrofanatic if her pussy smells of... I, I can't just say that straight. I, so I'm sorry, that's a defense mechanism. I cannot say I'm that I'm now going to plug my ears, so finish it off. Okay. <laughs> smells of rotting fat, flesh and pus... You know you've picked right, although I may just be, put a little too much thought into this. Her being warm and breathing sure has to be a real cock block. Yikes. Um, I, I did not hear anything the last two sentences. Last thought. Being guys, you may not have thought about the condom on the broomstick from a girl's point of view. Vaginal splinters. Now, there's a way to put it into the fun real quick. But, yeah, okay, so, so um, you know, when I try to find, you know, a, a, you know, a condom... I put the magnum on, and it splits anyways. Oh, so, are, are we done with that? Those line of jokes. Sorry. I, no, okay. I just assume you sand that shit down. Well, I would too. I mean, don't sand you think it down. You could... Put a little varnish on it. I would. I would nothing. say go to your local what blue boutique. Yeah. Get a dildo. Stick that in, nice and soft. Well, and... you can use a broomstick. You just need to take it down to your local, uh, you know, your local uh, woodworker. Sure. And just let him know you want you know, a couple I bet of ridges. Take, I bet, couple no. of, you want a couple of ridges, and then you want to sand it down, and then oh put some hell. put some varnish on it, and then maybe some, you know, like put some little Dude. plastic ridges on it. Shop doing. teacher in junior high and woodshop, Mister Johnson. I cannot believe you remembered his name because yes. I could not remember his awesome name. Awesome guy. But he made me <clears throat> make a whole set of those. I didn't know what they were. He told me they oh. were ancient Mayan clubs. He I'm made like, well, me why do are that they, too. I'm like, why are they shaped like dicks? I was like, this he's is like, the weirdest bunch. He's of... like, grow up, Benedict. Grow up. <laughs> okay, this sorry. This is the weirdest bunch of candlesticks I've ever exactly, seen. Exactly, dude. Wow. Oh wow. Dang it, man. That was a lot of. Uh, man, wow. That was starting it off pretty pretty rough. We're getting right into it. Yeah. We, we don't hold back. Uh, you know what? But thanks for the emails. Necromantic affected me. I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to watch number two. No way. I'm going Are to. Are you really? I'm going to. Oh. I, I just, I mean, I have this like morbid curiosity about it. And uh, so, yeah, I've got, All right. I'm, I'm going to watch it. You just let me know. I am not partaking of that. Okay. 
right. forbidden fruit. Uh, okay, you know what? That's fine. I, I'll I'll come back and report. Don't you have a a book review or something? Oh yeah, I want. Well, I just wanted to mention. I did a book, uh, or I read a book. Well, did one. I read a book by Dean Coots called uh, "What the What the Night Knows." It's his new novel, and I've been reading like crazy. I got a, a Nook color for, mm-hmm. for Christmas, and I have been just reading nonstop. Anyways, and I, you know, I decided to give Dean Coots a chance. I just I haven't liked some of his his recent stuff. I really like Lightning. That was probably my favorite book. But I, read well, that I remember back reading in high him. We were talking about this at lunch today. Yeah. About how he, I think he had a string of great books. Of course, yeah. when I was reading them, I was in junior high. Right, but, they, but for something. me, they always started out strong. You're like, wow, this is awesome. And then it just ends kind of retarded. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I wanted to give him another chance, and I, I started reading this, and it's about a, a serial killer. And it, actually, the serial killer had killed families kind of in an organized way. and then uh, But he ended up getting killed by one of the children of one of the families he was killing. And uh, and so you pick up where this, this kid has grown up, and he's now a detective, and it's kind of what motivated him. He's hidden his past. And, but, you know, he's turned out for the most part normal, but then he, he uh, comes across a 14-year-old kid that's killed and raped his family. Like, he raped his Yikes. sister and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks eerily similar to what happened. So he kind of investigates, goes up and visits the kid, and, and the kid ends up saying some some things <clears throat> that uh, the killer had said to him that night when right. he killed the family. Anyways, so it goes along, and, and there's this whole uncovering of who this killer is and you know, kind of how he developed into this, and there's really no mystery around it. And then um, the book comes to an end, and it's just kind of this stuff coming out of left field, you know, doors opening out of kids' toys that, that there's really no there's no lead up to a reason why that's happening. And then it just kind of ends in a really stupid way. I You know, overall, on a scale of, uh, well, I'll just use the Cadaver Lab scale, I, I would say this is a don't bother. Really? I mean, it's just not... I just did not enjoy it at all. So you've read a lot of his stuff between junior high and now. Yeah, I've read some of his newer stuff. I can't remember what, uh, like the odd, um, all the odd books. Those those are okay. You know, those are okay. But you know, his I can't remember his first name is. His name's oh, it's Odd Thomas. I think is what it is. Mm. Anyways, you know, his attitude just kind of got over the top, stupid after. After the first book, I just kind of, it was, it was just, I'd had enough. Really? But I, I'm going to give his, I've read a couple of his books in the Frankenstein series, and then he took a long hiatus when the um, Katrina happened, because it was set in New Orleans. New oh, Orleans. Oh, 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 right. And so right. I'm going to go back, because he's, he's written a couple of those, and those were actually pretty decent about him, Frankenstein, how he was still alive. and it's The kinda, monster or the doctor? No, the doctor Frankenstein. Cool. He was still, he's still alive, and he's been furthering his work ever since 100 years ago. Really? Yeah, anyways, so that, yeah, that's a book review, you know, if you guys have any different, different opinions on that, let me know, but I, I did not like that book. Wow, poor Mr. Koontz, he does yeah. not get the kid ever left seal of approval on that, his career is over. Plus his name is pronounced like a nasty word for a vagina in, in Germany. Koontz! <laughs> that's right. Alright, we got some voicemails, let's get right into them. Yeah. Hey, kid ever lab, it's Ed from upstate New York, calling, just finished listening to the latest episode, uh, Demons. And I uh, came up with a few else who said that for your two that you had. The first one, shit, it started bleeding again. That was Miley Cyrus on her Twitter account at the beginning of her cycle. I know she likes to keep the fans informed. And then the second one, whores, I can tell them a mile away. That was Charlie Sheen on his Match.com profile. I know he's back out there uh, on the market. All right. So loving the show. Uh, keep up the great work. Bye. Dude, those Excellent. are good. 
Uh, it was really good. And that's only okay to say because Miley Cyrus turned 18. I don't. That's little it's never okay to say, dude. <laughs> They're still running reruns that my kids watch. That oh, yeah. is not okay. Just kidding. That was really funny. That was. Th- that those were great. Good. Those were definitely. I I think they deserve some DVDs. Absolutely. Man, I think I. Unless we have some more that we have to choose from. I don't know, but either way, we got plenty of DVDs. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry. I'm getting set up for the next show. All right, next next uh, voicemail. Hola, cadaver. This is Mandy de la Muerta from Focus on the Metal podcast. Calling to tell you how much I loved the Slab podcast. I love What the Fuck movies, and I can't wait for the Necro one to come out. And I am totally 100% in agreement with you as to Walking Dead. I love zombie movies. I love zombies. But when people who refuse to watch zombies, zombie movies with me are telling me it's the greatest zombie thing they've ever seen, I don't think I have an interest in seeing it. So I am boycotting it for as long as I can. Uh, I will eventually watch it, but it's going to be a while. I also agree with you about curly, tight, curly-haired people from the 80s. They're very scary. They shouldn't be trusted. I know I once had a perm. <laughs> well, listen, when you got pubes on your head, that's a sign of, yeah. of not being able to trust. Come on. No. You know, I, it's so funny. I And I and I, since I've talked about how I felt about The Walking Dead, there's actually quite a few people that have said, hey, listen, yeah, I feel the same way. You know, and, and just her logic is, yeah, people who won't watch zombies. My freaking wife loves The Walking Dead. Really? She, yeah. And she's like, oh, do you want to watch Walking Dead? I'm like, oh, I don't know. See, I went back, and after you talked about it, I went back and watched them on demand, and then huh? I finished it off. It was seven episodes. Did you like it? And I really liked it. And, and let me tell you, so here's my take on it. Okay. I really liked that, and I didn't go in thinking, oh, there's all these other people that won't watch zombie movies with me. The way I look at it is kind of like what happened with Vampires. I freaking hate Twilight. I hate all the shit that goes along with Twilight. Okay. But there has been some awesome stuff coming out because of interest in vampires. Like The Strain and The Fall, those books sure. by Gamera. Okay. You know, those are real vampires to me. So right. whatever's going to bring more interest to it, so people are going to start well, doing and, more. And it's not that awesome. we want it to be, it's not that I want it to be stricken from the earth. It's just that I, I, I don't find it compelling. I well, there, there's, you know, there's some love story crap in, yeah, in some and of that's, that triangle. That's, but... And to me, that was that was too much of the show yeah. for me to, to take interest. You know, and, and I hope I don't offend anybody here or, or shock anybody. But, I mean, Walking Dead, everyone's like, oh my gosh, zombies are, are so popular now. They've been, like, too popular for too long of a time, if you ask me. I, I mean, I like zombies, you know, and, I, and every once in a while I'll pull out and watch a, like, usually a classic zombie mm-hmm. movie but there are so many zombie movies coming out that are the exact same thing the only thing that's different is the characters that you know and people always say it's not about the zombies it's about the characters and that's true but i should i it's just getting old to me you know it would and, be and i think it's really i think honestly i think that's why my disdain for the for the walking dead it's just it's just because i'm i'm kind of sick of it well and I'm waiting because I'm, you know, I think what would be awesome is if we had like a zombie show where then zombies lived on an island and they voted each other off if they couldn't complete tasks <laughs> oh, by eating a certain amount of shit you, you or know, eating a certain amount of body parts, and they get kicked off and voted off. That would dominate. You know, you know what the thing is is I know you're being a dick and <laughs> joking around, but 
I bet you that's not too far off. No. I bet you that I, no, no, no. Come I, on. I, you know what? And, and I bet you that's already been done in no. some sh- shape. Really? Well, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know for sure. I'm just making... But people are so out of ideas. They're like, oh, my gosh, new idea. What's popular? Zombie and reality TV. Ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. It's <gasps> kind of like the seven golden... Sorry. The seven golden vampires. Kung Fu. What? And Bruce Lee and vampires? What? Why'd you have to get all racist? I didn't. That's how I talk when I'm not in the, doing the podcast. I have my podcasting voice, and then I have my Sam on the street. Voice. I'm, I must say that your that you've, I'm, your elocution is uh, has come a long way. Thank you. I, I sound like a Muppet, kinda, and I know sure. that I've got that. But you know, when I'm not doing the podcast, I sound like Bruce Lee from England. You, you sound like Bruce Lee from England's retarded little brother. <laughs> What's up, Mike and Sam? This is Richard from Kalamazoo, Michigan, calling about your podcast about uh, Necromantic. Oh, my God, where do I start? I was waiting on this shit for a long time. First of all, the director was named Jorg Bootgreit, not, as Mike said, uh, Jorg Buttgrit? I think it was Buttgrit. That's alright. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty fucking nasty, and I loved it. I've been waiting for you guys to watch this for a long time. The music is one thing that has definitely stood out for me. And since Mike has posted it on Facebook, I have since made it my ringtone. My alert for uh, text messages and my alarm clock. I, I, I really think that something is wrong with me now. Anytime that I see something disturbing, I smile and I think of those piano notes. God damn it. Anyway, keep it up. Can't wait to hear uh, Necromantic 2. Bye then. Great voice, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do have a problem, man. Uh, I, I mean, the show, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to say that I, quote unquote, enjoyed it. Yeah. But it did have an effect on me. And I just can't imagine, like, like uh, if, if I would, like, woke up to it, if it rang, I would, I would end up in a freaking fetal position. In like uh, in like a closet at work, oh, you know, and like it, by four p.m. Just be oh my gosh. Well, just and and you know you don't have a problem until you start swimming with cat guts or bathing with them. Yeah. When that starts going on, then you probably need to go talk to somebody. But other than that, you can smile with the <laughs> piano music going on when you're watching people getting run over by cars. And you stuff know, here's the deal. I feel I feel like <clears throat> it's our right as horror fans to um, flaunt our uh, our. Uh, degeneration that's a good way our degenerate ways yeah it's like yeah you know i'm sorry i i i you know it's so funny i i i I probably mentioned this on a on a podcast long ago but we went out to uh in my work every once in a while we'll take the team out to go see a movie well one movie we decided to go see was uh um devil's rejects and uh did i have i talked about this on the podcast no i don't know anyways so uh, I, I was with my boss's boss at the time, 
and oh, and you know a few other people. And, and she, you know, she's a she's probably at the time she's probably in her early forties, and you know, and she's just a really nice lady. You know, there's the part where the girl finally escapes the at the motel, and then she runs out in the street and gets gets just destroyed, splattered on the road by a. Uh, um, I, was it a semi? I think it was a semi or a bus or something like that. She looks over at me with a shocked face. I just look over her with a big smile and a thumbs up. <laughs> and she goes, and, and the next day she told me, I talked to my mom about that. And she, in all, seriously told, in all seriousness, told me that maybe I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's I, I, th- I, that's think awesome. that, I think that we get that. I think that is awesome. Now you sound like the voice hotline for college radio. This is Dave from Creepy Kitch. I know, I sound fucking terrible. I don't know why I always call you when my voice is blown, but I do, so Merry fucking Christmas. Um, I called in first of all to say that I'm really digging the hammock of stuff. And I'm liking the inclusion of Sam. You know, having Sam back, as well as Johnny and uh, Stephen from uh, JFMP. By the way, Stephen, if you ever talk in a uh, British accent to try and get my pants wet again, I'm going to kick you in the junk. Seriously. You have a nice, sexy voice, the way it's going now. you got that nice little hint of the draw, but the forced British thing um, kind of gave me the douche chills, dude. Anyway, and so, you know, since my voice sounds fucking terrible, I felt like I should pipe in and share that completely useless information. Um, I called in with a request, too. I want to hear ghost stories, um, either personal ones, or shit from your region, um, any anybody's region, but I think that would be a, a really nice little bit of seasoning to add to the show occasionally, and I'm just really addicted to regional ghost stories, so, you know, come on and help me out so I don't end up giving blowjobs on the corner for, you know, the vanishing hitchhiker syndrome or something. Anyway, hope you guys had a great Christmas. Looking forward to the next episode, and someday since I might put out another one, so... Bye. You know, Stacy needs to. You got to be careful of those those splinters from deep throating. Oh. <laughs> Put a condom over that. Come on, we already talked about it. Sand oh. and varnish, sand and varnish, Stacy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? I think I think you remember our Ogden ghost story story. Yeah. We talked about this on the show once. Yeah, and I have I have that. I think I told the other ghost story about uh, my my really good friend that uh, that had something going on in his house. Well, I I, don't, I can't remember if you did or not. God, but we've been doing this for a freaking long well, time. I can tell right now. Well, well wait, wait, wait. Why, why don't we do an upcoming show on that and get people's okay. ghost stories? Why not? Yeah, let's do it. Because you know what's funny is I mean I personally don't have. I, mean, I think the only mm-hmm. one that I really have is the is mm-hmm. the Ogden Cemetery ghost. But um, uh, Amber's. My wife's mom, she has all sorts of, but not like I'm going to ask my mom to, yeah. or my mother-in-law to, to call in or anything like that, because yeah. the last thing I want her doing is listening to this show. Yeah. But um, I bet you there's people out there with like all, like similar experiences or something I've, like yeah, that. I know a demon possession story, too. Really? It happened to my, my neighbor's uh, ex-wife. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it uh, was the demon World of Warcraft where his people no. needed him? No. No. Okay. <laughs> That's so awesome. Anyway, uh, no, no, but I don't know. What do you think? Would people, 
think people would call in their uh, ghost stories? As long as they're serious about them. I, you know, we don't want to turn this into coast to coast. And you get everybody in the world calling up. And I think I'm an angel or I might be Jesus. Well, unless you really do think you're Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. No, I don't know. And I think that's a good idea. I don't, I mean, sure. I, I think we do. We could choose We could choose a couple of ghost stories to talk about. Because we, we've done a few ghost stories. Let's do this. Let's not, not the slab, but the following episode. So in four weeks. Okay. I think we ought to do ghost stories of sure. some sort. Because I don't think we've done an episode on that. I don't think we've don't done think one done explicitly. I know we've no. done horror movies. We, you know, in there, I have been wanting to do the, uh, uh, what's that movie called? The Changeling, which I haven't seen forever. Oh, I think I made out during that. I don't remember that one. Well, you, you probably, I don't know. I think it's rated PG, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, no, let's or, do it. Or whatever. But uh, and don't be a douchebag about it. If you're going to call in, don't be a douchebag. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Just. Just, uh, if you're going to call in... Yeah, we don't want ghost jokes. You don't like something... And well, then it, and we, and it was we pulling don't... on my leg like I'm pulling on yours right now. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> and we don't want people, oh my gosh, you guys are so stupid. You know, whatever. Yeah. None of that shit. I no. Mean, if I mean, you've got something that, did, you know, happened to you, or like someone very close to you, then we want to hear that. But if it was, yeah, that's one time I was reading about this thing, and it was... It was amazing because that's that's all we're looking for. Regional ghost stories, like what Stacy was talking. Sure, about. and, and like it's it. not like it has to happen to you either. Because I <clears> think <throat> I think maybe we should do some research. And when I say me, I mean you. And when I mean research, I mean vagina. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you should do some vagina about uh, regional <laughs> ghost stories. Is I guess what we're saying. <laughs> that might be fun. I think it's a good let's idea. Do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. It might take a little extra preparation. Wow. I can prep like the best of them. Let's do it. I'll do it too. We'll we'll do it. Well, I'm going to be gone to training for two weeks, just sitting in a hotel room at night. I got I can do plenty of research. Do it, dude. Yeah. Does it? Do do you have the internet there? The internet. I hear there's a lot of things on the internet. Yeah. On the World Wide Web. Yep, I have that. Excellent. You have that. I have that. I downloaded that to my computer, so so yes, I did. So I I can use it at any time. Shit. Shit. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one I have labeled from the metal one. Mike and Sam, I will make cities your tombs and cemeteries your cathedrals. Who would this be? The long-time delayed caller metal Mikey of Action Attraction Podcast and various other dumbassery fame. Oh, my God, it feels good to call back in the cadaver lab. You know, when I don't listen to a 12-hour episode, that leaves me too damn exhausted from laughing to even really voice my thoughts. But first off, just wanted to say again, I haven't said officially, glad to hear you're back, Sam. And, hey, Johnny, don't stay a stranger, man. Just do something, dude. Seriously, I want to hear some more Johnny Krug outside of the Kruger Nation. And, oh, yeah, Mike, you're awesome, too. But anyways, did listen to your Demons-themed episode. Oh, and even before I get into any of that, I do want to also say great job on the first episode of The Slab. Really, I think it was actually last year it was the first time I saw The Brood, and I'm like, wow, that was pretty crazy. Not as crazy as Videodrome, but still pretty damn crazy. And, wow, your talk about uh, doing necromantic should be interesting, but... Okay, now on the topic of demons. Now, I'm going to be confessional time here. There are people that were kind of knocking on uh, Maggie Joan Hall, including yourselves. You know what? I will not only stand up for her, 
But I will also make the free offer that should she ever want to use her liver lips and sad turtle face to do all sorts of fun stuff to me, then by all means, she has full permission. I won't bar her from it. And as for the movies itself, God, I can't even fucking remember the second one you did. But I remember only seeing the church once in my life. And I guess it also doesn't hurt that it's out of print now anyway. So you can't really just, like, snag it off your DVD shelves. But the only things I remember about it were the pretty interesting lead-up scene, like the actual night slaughtering random-ass people in the village scene, and just the really nice visuals that happened during the course of the film. I don't know. I may actually go forward to check it out sometime, but, again, it's really hard to find. However, oh, you both offended my honor. You have besmirched my honor, even though during the review, Mike... I gotta say, your falsetto Italio accent, ah, fucking golden, man. Both of you say Demons as a red box. I would go so far as to say Demons 2 is more the red box for me. Demons 1 was a must-own ever since I first purchased it, or saw it on VHS. I think I actually own a VHS and DVD print of it. I mean, granted, it's not deep filmmaking. It's actually really rather silly of a film. It doesn't make that much of a lot of sense, and... It's just really moving from one gore piece to the next, but it is just fun, it's pacey, it's stupid. It's just a really good time film. I enjoy it a hell of a lot. And oh yeah, that red haired uh whatever the hell the theater term is. The you know the one I'm talking about. The red haired woman in the film of demons. Oh yeah, but doing that's the sound that I make when I am happy. Well, not all the time, but you, you get the meaning. Anyways, Mike and Sam, great episode. You both take it easy. And, of course, you know, I'll get back at you. I'll get back at you, man. Peace. Boy. That was some good stuff right there. Dude. So I'm going to make Mikey, I'm, you know, I'm going to sacrifice, dude. I'm going to run up to uh, Park City, and I'm going to go looking in all the backs of the restaurants for people, that, you know, for animals that are looking for scraps, and I'm going to find Maggie for you. Oh. <laughs> dude. And if I see a droopy, freaking ugly-ass chick with a bone in her mouth, I'll get her autograph for you. <clears throat> you know, she, she's that type of indie film film star or whatever with... Uh, she was just in that movie. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but you saw her boobs in it. What? Yeah. Were they as saggy as her cheeks? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, she's no, they, so no, they were fine. No, they were fine. I, don't, I, I, I said so yeah because I was just thinking. No, but they were fine. They were... I mean, right. pretty good. I mean, it's hard. I like looking at boobies. We so. know Jake's tap that. <sighs> Why would you say that, dude? By the way... Um, well, didn't they play husband and wife in uh, Brokeback Mountain? I just can't quit you. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes, but one one degree of separation. Sick! <laughs> yeah, what? Like, he was only 44 degrees, or...? No. <laughs> no, I was thinking that the... the that uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal was in uh, uh, The Dark Knight with the Joker, and the Joker was, he can't Oh, quit. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Have you seen that show, by the way? What one? Uh, Brokeback Broke Mountain. Are you, no. Why would I watch that? I just was wondering. it's romantic. I, 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 Emphasis on the man. I have not seen it. I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. I, 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 I would tell it. you if I would, if I had. I would tell you if I had. I, I, love I, feel, I feel like our relationship you know is, Did you we're good enough friends to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'd tell you if I would. 
talk about that movie. I can say it unequivocally. I would not. Oh, I oh, I if I've seen it, I would tell you. I would too. I'm okay. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm okay right. with that. Yeah, I strap it to my leg. I'm good. I know where it's at. That's the shtick of this episode. We need one every episode, and that's it. That is it. Remember that one time when I thought it'd be really funny to unzip and do that yeah. on the table? Yeah. That didn't turn out worth shit. No. Uh, was, uh, come on. What do you do? Come on. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, wow. Let's take a break. <laughs> Jeez. I got to collect myself. All right. I got to get all these dirty thoughts out of my mind after talking. Oh, never mind. <laughs> back and uh, this episode kind of came we don't really have a great theme for this one grab bag or insert ball joke here we did this one time before and we called the what's on sam's ipod oh that's right well that one that one though we did what's on sam's ipod but that was a necessity because we had to hurry and scramble to put yes. a show together and you just happened to have a, a bunch of movies on your ipod yeah because i was going out of town right and so and so that's right but this one was here are some movies that I've been wanting to watch, and two of them I have not seen before. Mm. And one I had seen 15 years ago. Which one have you seen? Uh, El Dia oh, de la Bestia. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that 15 years ago, and I remember thinking it was awesome, but I could not remember a thing about oh. it. So, But the other two <clears> that we're going to be talking about, um, I've heard a lot of things about it, and so I figured, eh, let's just let's throw it into a show. Uh, the first movie we're going to be talking about is Takashi Miike's audition which came out in 1999 uh the imdb gave this a 7.3 uh it was directed like i said by takashi Miike, and we all we all know who that master of horror is mm-hmm. uh you know what the thing is is if you look at his credits and whatnot it's not he, he does a lot of movies but i would i bet you he does more non-horror kind of weird exploitation uh really yeah he, i mean he, he did a lot of yakuza films like mm. gozu and ichi the kill was that you Okay, and Ichi the Killer, and all and all sorts of stuff like that, but uh, you know he he has done some. I, you know what? I just watched one of his uh, movies called Visitor Q because Vaughn talked about it on his uh, on Motion Picture. Is there, oh, you know what? That's yeah, because I saw that when I was looking that up for something. Holy Hell Balls! That is a wild movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I would give it a what's the new thing? Uh, war, uh, watch at your own risk. Watch at your own risk on that one. But uh, anyway, uh, it was written by. Uh, Ryu Murakami, who actually wrote a novel, and it was released around the same time. It actually didn't come out, uh, the novel didn't come out in English until 2009, uh, but uh, d- d- it was also written by Dasuki Tengen, who uh, did the screenplay. Uh, Daisuke Tengen also did the, sh- the, the teleplay for Imprint. And uh, also Ihai Shina did the, uh, helped with the writing, and she actually played the main female part in this movie mm. uh it starred ryo ishabashi as shigaru ayoma ayoama my gosh 
Ihi Shaina is Asami Yamakazi. And uh, she, yeah, she's the she's the main character, female character in this. She, do you know who else she was in? No, Tokyo Gore Police. She was. She was the chick in Tokyo. The Gore main Police. one. Uh huh. Man, she looks different. Well, it's ten years earlier. Well, plus, I mean, she. I guess she doesn't look. I guess she kind of looks doesn't look that much different, but the role is yeah. so different. Yeah. It's like yeah, sure, she did a good job. I yeah. I I love Tokyo Gore Police, <clears throat> oh, yeah. dude. Uh, Tet- Tetsuo Sawaki played Shigehiko. I uh, I'm a, you know you know my problem with Japanese names are oh you doing Bes- great besides the fact that I can't pronounce them what? is it you know like if like you're walking down the street and somebody says hey Bill you know that somebody's talking about a yeah. dude in in most cases yeah. I don't know if Shigehiko is a female or a male name I don't know if Asami yeah, well it how? ends with an O what about an there's a U an I an O an I'm just A I, I, I was gonna say well, I can't I know I do know Spanish. how to tell Chinese names. <laughs> I know how to tell someone if someone's a Chinese guy or a Japanese guy from their name. Well, that's because that, that one's easy. Well, what is it? But you, it, because it's one syllable. Or <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He did that because he wanted to hide the fact that I knew that. No, you know, and I'm not, obviously I'm not being critical. I just right. don't know. So it's funny as I, as I was going through the plot of this, it's like, uh, Asa Mishi did this and I've oh. totally made up the name. I'm like. Who was that again? Which one was that? I can't tell. You know what? And I have a hard time. I literally could watch tons of movies and uh, understand exactly what's going on with everybody, Mm -hmm. but not know which name goes to which character at the credits. Well, you know what's funny is, you know, I joke around about that they all look the same. I think that's funny. (laughs) Judas. But but it was funny because I recognized that girl. And I'm like, I have seen her on another movie. Well, dude, she And that's when I went and looked. And I'm like, She has very, very beautiful lips. Yeah, but I can still tell. I can still tell them apart. I don't want people to think I'm I'm ignorant. Wait, wait, wait! You just said the line. I can still tell them apart, and then you said you don't want people to think you're ignorant. That line, in and of itself, was ignorant. <laughs> I don't want to be a douchebag, dude. I can tell them apart. I can't. <laughs> oh, Oh, I put that on my resume. You're a dickweed. I put that on my resume, dude. <laughs> Additional skills. I can tell Japanese and Chinese people apart. Who doesn't? <laughs> Come on, that's only company as the other podcast. <laughs> you are a oh. douchebag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, uh, where were we? Tetsu Sawaki played Shigeko Oyama, which was the son. Uh, Jun Kinomura played Yasuhisa Yoki. I don't even. I should just skip this. We should just say... Nobody cares. There's a dude, a chick, <laughs> yeah. a dude's son, and the dude's friend. Yes. Who was a movie producer. And refer to imdb.com for the names. You know, I'm going to have to do that probably with uh, El Dia de la Bestia oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, um, Let's see. Basically, let's go over the plot real quick. Okay. Uh, open up the movie. There's a child bringing a get well basket uh, walking down the hall in the... in the. Uh, is, this, is this the right movie? Yep. Okay. Oh, so that line was in this? <laughs> what? The line that you quoted earlier about the regurgitating... Oh, no, dude, that's what happened. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Okay, all right. Uh, Anyway, so basically what happens is a kid brings this get well thing, his mom's in the hospital. Unfortunately, she passes away and leaves uh, the dude and the dude's son. That's kind of a bad way to... uh, I'm going to do it. It leaves Shigiharu and Shigihaiko, uh, motherless and uh, wifeless. What? Well, that wasn't his first name. Was it? Uh, yeah, it was. No. Ayuama or something like that. They called him Ayuama, but that's, yeah. his, that's his family name. Oh. 
Because the son has Ayuama Yeah, but you too. understand the Japanese names, that their last name is set first. Right? I do. But the problem is, is if I call the guy Aoyama, you probably think I'm talking, you could, I'm either, ta- you could get mixed up that I'm talking about the son or the father. Oh, I'm such, you know, this, uh, let me just go ahead and insert this right here. That, I had to ask Mike like five times, now what topic is this again? He did. Because I thought we were, we started out talking about exorcisms from other countries, and I, I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes thinking it was an exorcism thing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's about a freaking serial killer. <laughs> so I text him, like, now we're just trying to be nice. I'm like, so we're doing exorcisms, right? Because the Poughkeepsie tapes, that wasn't an exorcism. <laughs> we're doing grab bag dipshit. No, I didn't. All I did, I remember this text, too, because I, I was laughing. I, I texted back two words, grab, grab bag. <laughs> so after I after I checked my, my own scrotum, then I knew yes. that it was, that I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. You turned it up five times. So my bad. I, I'm just off on this one. Anyway, you're, we, we all we all love and appreciate what you all do, right. Sam. Gosh. I speak for everyone, even the guy that sent us that shitty email. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fast forward seven years. Uh, you know, basically, they've just kind of, they've, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shigi Heiko. Is seventeen years old. You know they, they've. I mean, it's you can tell it's been tough, but they've grown together. We, they, you know, we see them fishing together and whatnot. Uh, basically, and I don't want to get too deep into it because this is a very detail-oriented movie. If you ask me, I mean, it was it was kind of a slow burn. You know, there's a lot of details that we could talk about that yeah. I that I don't think that we really want to. Um, I, I don't think we could do a good enough job explaining it because uh, I mean, I'm sure that I I'm sure we're one of the last people to see this movie uh-huh. it's 10 years old it's takashi Mike, takashi Mike, and uh you know so we're the ones that are behind uh anyway basically one day just out of the blue the son says hey dad why don't you know why don't you get remarried why don't you start putting yourself out on the field again it's like that's a freaking great idea no he you know he wrestled with it you know losing a wife is i'm sure really tough and uh you know, I don't. I don't know. Seven people say seven years they should get over it. I don't freaking That's know. That's pretty. Yeah, it depends. I mean, yeah. it's tough. I don't know. I haven't experienced. You know, what's funny is uh, so. So my dad died when he was really young, uh-huh. and my my mom. I remember she went. She dated a couple guys, and then she married a guy five years later. Oh really? Yeah, and that even seemed too soon for me as a kid. But all right. Well, you but, know, it's. The, I, I I'm not even going to pretend to to. I don't know to how tell you know anybody yeah. I I know that yeah. I can relate or do anything like it's that because I can't. So, yeah, I but seven years to me seems, I don't know. So, I don't know. Anyways, it's rough. Anyway, so basically, he's you know his son. I think what it was is he's seventeen. He's going to be leaving to college or whatever. So basically, he's like, well, Dad, you're going to be alone type of thing. Anyway, so he goes to work and he works with a guy that's a film producer and his buddy has a great idea. He's like, let's pretend. That um, you know, let's make a casting call for a part in a movie that that uh, they never had any intention of making. Um, you know, he the, the guy Shigeharu has a hard time with it because he's you know he's a pretty nice guy. I mean, he's he seems to be pretty solid and a genuine person. You know, and he doesn't he knows that this is just going to be you know basically something uh, disingenuous action. Uh, but you know, I, I, he 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 goes along with it. You know, reluctantly, but whatever. Um, anyway, he, they, they make a call out to, to some ladies who, you know, kind of fit the description of what he's looking for. You know, he kind of wants young, well, who doesn't, right? Duh. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, basically, uh, he, he wants a self-confident woman. So they're like, yeah, you need, you know, uh, some skills, things like that. And, uh, so basically he just gets a ton of people call back for that. Well, 
he he's going through a bunch. He's trying to, uh, and I guess they have like little resumes. I, I, is that what you call it? I don't know exactly. What yeah, you're... I think so. resume type things. You know, has their picture on it. You know, and it has kind of an essay that they've written, and it has a couple of forms filled out with information about them, about themselves. Uh, and one of them really actually catches his eye. Uh, it's the um, it's the resume of Yamakaza Yamakaz Yamazaki Asami. I'm going to start calling her Asami from now on. That's what her name is. Oh, that's what her family name is. Do we have to go through this again? Yeah, bull. Oh, nope, you're right. Up mine. <laughs> Up mine, baby. All right. Uh, who was played by Ihai Shina. Uh, she basically, it, he read through it. She's been going through some tough times. Uh, her, She, you know, going through, she was a big, wanted to do ballet, but... Uh, she injured herself and she was no longer able to do that. And, you know, she kind of seemed melancholy. Um, and I guess, uh, uh, the guy, sh the dude, I'm just, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm just going to say the dude, uh, the dude just thought, you know, he, I think he kind of mistook melancholy for emotional depth or something like that. You know, I don't know, mm -hmm. but, um, she, you know, and the thing is, is she was, her character was, was, was very interesting. She was melancholy. She was very uh, she's, I think she was beautiful. Mm -hmm. She was, she, except for the, for every once in a while, she, wouldn't she just kind of look like a giraffe? Cause she was so tall and so skinny. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, in Pet Cemetery, have you ever seen Pet Cemetery? Yeah, a long time ago. You, have, you remember the, the girl with the spinal man and Jedi, Rachel? No. No, you don't. Oh my gosh. Well, she had like these weird, her backbone is all weird and you could totally see it. She, anyways, I'm just, she, she was, she was pretty, but every once in a while she kind of looked like some weird, anyway. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but Rachel. <laughs> anyway, so he basically asks her out, and uh, you know, and they, they kind of get this relationship going. Things start, you know, it's not long before things start to not add up. The dude, the the, the film producer, kind of has this guy's back, and he's he's trying to warn this guy. Uh, you know, he checked their references, and you know, he can't get a hold of any of the references. Some of the jobs that she's had in the past. You know, nobody's nobody's and she, and nobody's heard of her, or the dude doesn't exist in in or hasn't worked there in a year and a half or, or something like that. You know, and, but she's like so lovable and seemingly, uh, what's the word? Innocent or well, innocent, vulnerable. vulnerable is what yeah. I was looking for. So you know, he just kind of blows it off, and she has an excuse. Yeah, they told me to put that on my resume because you know. They, they said it would be good, but, you know, I, I lied. And, you know, she's just so cute and cuddly that, you know, whatever. Um, we find out that she lives in alone in this shitty apartment with a phone and a sack, a burlap sack. Which I thought was like a bed. I thought it was too. Dude. Well. Scared the shit. Oh, well, yeah. Well, because she sits there in this odd pose waiting by the phone for this dude to call. Um, the, the burlap sack... All of a sudden, there's one point where it just, like, jumps. And it makes this loud noise and makes me pee in my panties. <laughs> uh, but they end up going on some dates. Uh, they actually decide to go to a seaside hotel or a bed and breakfast or something. She gets butt naked and shows them some scarring that she had on her legs. Uh, she, you know, she gets really needy, kind of. Oh, will you love me and only me? You know, and he said he would, but I think it was just to get in her pants whatever but maybe maybe he no, I, I think I, he was serious no, I'm i know i'm just oh, okay. teasing but you know in, in, but but i think what he didn't realize is what what she meant by that yeah and uh and to the to the extent of of will you love only me but anyways not to give too much away uh so shigi haru wakes up the next morning and he, he kind of seems disoriented but asami has disappeared 
he goes looking for her all over the place, and she, he's called her. He's like going back to these places where she claims to have been, whatever, and she just he, she, he can't find her. Uh, he visits the old ballet studio and finds some weird dude. I think, was that her uncle or something like it's that? Her, it's her old teacher, but right. I don't know who was teaching. I don't remember what it is, but he has like these fake feet, yeah, these weird. wooden feet, and we find out that he's the one that actually gave her the scars. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, I don't, I don't want to get too caught up in the details here. Um, you know, uh, there was also a time when he visits the bar where she claimed to work. It hasn't been open in over a year because an owner of the bar and a record producer were found dismembered. But when the police found the bodies together, there was an extra three fingers and a tongue. Is that right? And an ear. And, is that, yeah, you're right. And an ear. Uh, then, then this is when, like, the really weird shit starts happening. You know, I mean, as if waiting by the phone, uh, waiting you know, with a big burlap sack with some kind of weird thing in it. Uh, anyway, it seems, uh, well, anyway, basically what happens is Asami decides one day after he's been searching for a while to go to his house and he sees his wife's picture still up on his desk. And apparently she got pissed off. Uh, she poisons his drink. You know, that he has a vial of whatever alcohol he likes to drink. And then, uh, uh, she poisoned it, and then there are some like weird flashbacks. Mm -hmm. This is when we see that we find out what's in the burlap sack. Yeah. I think this is when this. Oh wait, no, I think that's actually in a minute because she she drugs him again. Uh, no, he's, he has a flashback because he's falling backwards. Is that right? Yep. Is this the one where the the vomit thing happens too? I don't remember the vomit thing. What are you talking about, dude? The thing out of the burlap sack comes out. She goes into the kitchen, vomits in a in a thing. Is that takes what it. The fu yeah, yeah. That's, I, I thought that was milk. That she no, fruit, she dude. vomited. <laughs> she vomited, and the dude is laughing it up. And you know what? <laughs> this is two episodes in a row. And by that the way, is so sick. by the way, I read this, and I'm not shitting you that I, <laughs> dude. dude. Dude, really? I, I got to talk two, about, we two in a about row? something else. No, let me just say one more thing about it. This isn't gross at all. Uh, it, actually, I read this in the trivia section on IMDb. Uh, he, she said that Takashi Miike said that she insisted on doing that for real herself because she's such a method actor. She actually hurled it up, and the dude. No, I'm just. Uh, I don't. I think she did Dude. hurl. I think that she did hurl, but I don't think that's what he actually drank. Dude, there's nothing... Barf in that mini guitar. I, I don't think I'm going to barf, but I'm really close. Like, that is so disgusting. Is uh, that even now? Or... I, I remember the... Um, the like the stick of her mouth. <laughs> two episodes in Dude, a row. I can't. I am not weak stomach like that either. <laughs> well, two episodes in a row oh says you are. Oh my gosh, that is so... <laughs> yeah, that was gross. Well, you know, and there's another, there's, there's a few other really weird, <laughs> I'm just going to continue as if this isn't oh. even going on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I, we got to talk about something else. Okay. I can't think about that anymore. Okay. Oh well, let's talk gosh. about something way less gross. He also, he starts having these like weird flashbacks, including one where he's getting a BJ from his secretary and she's got like white stuff all over her face. See, that doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. I was hoping that, that would just, <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I don't, it's hard to explain. He had, you know, he has a certain set of dreams and it gets kind of confusing, but the last, you know, the, the, the finale, and this is basically, I've heard, even before I saw this, I heard that the finale is what makes the movie. And let's just say, 
It was it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. No, was it the most violent thing I've ever seen? No, but that's because we watched Necromantic for the last that, that's, episode. That's, that could be true too. But the thing is, is to have the situation that we were in that, that that we're talking about here. This nice young woman who ends up doing that to a dude, and we, we won't mention anything. I'll just say needles and a wire saw. Yeah, and then uh, that's all I'll really say. On a broken neck. You know, and, and she basically, yeah. Oh, and the dog, too. She freaking wasted Not only that, but, like, just, you see bones sticking out of a neck when she's... Oh, I, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's pretty nasty. Basically, I think everyone pretty much knows, you know, what happened. But, yeah. but, but uh, I think it's so... The, the end of them, or the end of the movie, she talks about um, that she tortured him to teach them, to teach him the meaning, the, the real meaning of actual... Of needing somebody, the meaning of needing something. Words create. She said, "Words create lies. Pain can be trusted." That's kind of like Whoa. Hellraiser, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that that's basically the movie. I mean, this there's some other things I have here, but uh, I don't really think that they're uh, we need to go over them necessarily. Um, there was one thing though, when she was putting the needles in uh, mm -hmm. in the dude's eyes and stuff like that, she would say, "Giddy." Yeah, and it, it was, was deeper, deeper, deeper. Oh my gosh! And that that got really creepy. Oh, yeah. To me, it was bad. Uh, anyway, what'd you think about it? Well, I th I thought this movie was boring up until it's you know because it's an hour, it's almost two hours, right? And so I'm watching this, and I'm like, what? This is like a drama. What What are we doing here? Right. And and then right towards the end, it starts getting kind of weird, and, and right. there's some, and then the Takashi Miike stuff starts coming out. Where you're like, oh my gosh, just out of nowhere, like the burlap sack and some other things. And right. then, so it pays off in the end. But to take an hour and 50 minutes to get there, I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I thought for sure that we were going into the dream state where it's like a dream within a dream. And I still, looking back on it, I'm like, that really could have ended. I mean, I don't know for sure what ended up happening. I don't know if it was... I don't know. I'm I'm I don't know. I'm, if almost, it, I'm almost positive that it ended up him missing all that, all his body I am parts too. or whatever. But, I am too. But it did throw you some some uh, what the yeah you know, what at the end you know yeah. I I agree with you. I thought this was long. I mean, it's not that the characters weren't compelling. Mm -hmm. It's just it moves so it does. slow, really slow. I mean, and it's and I think there's a lot of scenes in there that I don't know if we necessarily need at least to appease my slow. Or my small attention span. I, you know, and yeah. I, I'm teasing about the attention span, but it's like there is so much. I, it, maybe this is meant to make the the ending that much more profound. But there, but we really get to know the 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 characters. Well, there's there and was, I, you know, I also th I think that works because I really ended up liking the dude. Well, I I think it works. You know, I'm thinking about a scene in particular where I just was like, what are we doing when? The housekeeper sits down and starts eating food while he's resting, right. and she goes off on some monologue about how you need a woman. And you know, I'm just like, what? Right. But anyways, but but at the same time, when those parts, like when what came out of the bag and everything like that, when that was going on, it was all the more shocking sure. because you you have this benign movie leading up to this point, and then all of a sudden, all this weird shit hits the fan. Right. So the the, the ending was driven home for me. Just so, because and of and I wonder, I, and I I I wonder. Um, in fact, I I'll, I'll I don't think that the ending would have been as as profound or as disturbing if we hadn't have gone through that. Mm -hmm. Now the question is, is it worth going through that for that ending? You know, uh, for for one time it is sure. But I mean, I, I can I can do that again. Well, I skipped the whole first half. 
I, you know, I don't know. I I think that it could be cut down, but I don't think you could just, you could miss it. I think because there's a lot of good character building, and I actually, I mean, the guy in this, I, I mean, he wasn't like he he. The, the more you got to know him, and the more you saw him interact, and you know, he just seemed like such a good, genuine dude. And mm-hmm. you know, I think they he did a good job building up that character, and the in the in the the relationship between him and Asami, but. Like I said, that I mean, it was good once. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if I would do that again. Um, <laughs> I, here's a note that said when the film was screened at the Rot- Rotterdam Film Festival in 2000, it had a record number of walkouts. Really? At the Swiss premiere, somebody passed out and in, in uh, needed emergency room attention. How about that? Sounds like The Exorcist. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I the Exorcist was way more action packed than this. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think that the whole movie was sad and slow, you know, melancholy, slow. It, it dealing with her. Uh, what what's the word with her? You you could her mental instability and depression. You mm-hmm. could tell that she was depressed. Mm-hmm. Was difficult because it's like, you know, two hours of of you know, really. I don't know. Seeing this this girl get, be so depressed and you know. I was hard because it's like I don't I didn't like feel sorry for or anything like that, but it and I don't want to say that I was like oh get over it you dumb bitch, you know it wasn't anything like that it wasn't like the girl in Nightmare on Elm Street where she was just sullen and whatever, yeah. but it it was hard it just it got it got exhaustive. Well, there's a reason why I'm I'm not nice to random people, and it was because of that. <laughs> well, absolutely. Same you, shit that goes on. You'll get your freaking uh, feet wire sawed off, mm-hmm. or my nuts stepped on. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. What do you think? So I get, I'll give this. Well, I guess we have some stuff first. So no, what, what did I learn? Evidently, Japanese people use the standard if she has a job to determine jail bait. Jail bait. Oh, okay. Because you said, how old is she? Well, she has a job. Good enough. Uh, good enough. Uh, you want to get a dude's blood pumping? Show him your burns and scars. Yeah. And beagles look way cuter with their heads on backwards. <laughs> um, who else said that? I prefer real girls over big fish. That was the Long John Silver mascot justifying screwing his costume. <laughs> and let's see, a kick to the balls. Uh, the son's girlfriend for eating the dad's dinner. Ooh, bitch. Yeah. I didn't get a kick in the balls. Oh, really? I forgot, I forgot to do it. Uh, I learned that girls are freaking scary. Yeah. Uh, who else said that? I thought you were a busy man. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know what you do. Oh, how was this? I thought, you were a, I thought you were a busy man. I don't know what you do very well. You may think I am desperate. I was longing for your call. I didn't think that I would see you again. Uh, that was the guy that sent the email about our show's frequency. <laughs> and, and he's in his basement right now. Hoping that this show comes out. <laughs> I'm such a dick. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, I, I give this a, uh, a red box. I mean, it was it was chilling at times, but it was boring at times. Glad I watched it once, I guess. I'm going to give it a buy. Ooh, even... And only the reason why is because the, the end paid off, and then it's a Takashi Miike. Those really brand names. So you're so basically you're just giving it a pass because uh, of the of the brand name. Well, that that's a little part. That's what sends it over the edge for me. Uh-huh. But that ending just. I mean, so, I watched it with my mouth open. So just because I know there's a lot of reasons to have my mouth open, right. but but I watched it for that. So I, that's why I have to go that route. Cool. All right, we'll be right back. Talk about some Poughkeepsie tapes.
All right, uh, we're back to talk about Poughkeepsie tapes. Am I talking a, a lot, dude? You always talk a lot, but you, you're the one that does. You're the setup man. Shoot, do you, would you want to do no. this next time? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I like the I like our format, and I don't want to piss anybody else off <laughs> with you know, the mechanics of the show. You know, I used to like it when Mike did the plot fun off this. But now that Sam does it, I'm really disappointed. Because Sam just makes fun of how he says names. Oh my gosh, by the way, we're being assholes to that guy. (laughs) It's okay because he's not listening. He's not. If he he were listening, I might worry. But since he's given up on us until our shows are regular. (sighs) Okay, good. Wow, we're making a big deal out of that. (laughs) Anyway, It's just funny. uh, Poughkeepsie Tapes from 2007. IMDb gave it a 6.6. Uh, the director was John Eric Dowdle, who uh, also directed Devil, the new, uh, the new uh, Lama Ding Dong. Uh, Have you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't seen. Pretty that. good, is it? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Like for reals? But he didn't direct it. He did. He he didn't. Even, did he write it? I, I think he just I don't produced know. it. Oh, is that what the deal was? I know he I produced it. it but I don't know. If In he... fact, I went through that. Oh, I didn't do a six degrees on the last one. Oh, and I better it. I better do that. Hit it. Okay, so six. I used to like your show when you guys did six degrees. Oh <laughs> Everybody's like, "What? The, they're falling off the edge." <laughs> six degrees. Ryo Ishibashi was in the Grudge with Ted Raimi, who was in Evil Dead Two. Wow. Whoa. I, Which was dude was it? It was the main main guy. Really? He was in the Grudge. He was I like that Grudge main One guy. and Two. I like the main guy in that movie. Yeah. I I really, I I felt like we were, we were good buddies. What's you know what's funny about you saying uh, the devil? No. I went through that movie in the Six Degrees for the Big Hips. Really? Yep. Excellent. Well, obviously because they had people from this and that, and he did, oh, he also that directed, makes so much sense. He, he also directed Quarantine. Oh yeah, and I a lot of people that. in Quarantine. I yep. could have gone through that. So there too. you go. Like, oh wow! It's like these directors keep people they like. Okay. So or right. something like that. So I mean, don't get such a boner how awesome Jeez, you think you are. Thought I was awesome. Uh, you're, you're just gonna piss people off, right. and they're just gonna quit listening until you get your shit together. <laughs> anyway, uh, and his brother Drew Dowdle. Dowdle and him uh, actually wrote the screenplay. I actually wrote this and obviously the screenplay, but this was not based on the book. I they just wrote it. Uh, but Drew Dowdle also wrote the screenplay for Quarantine. Uh, let's see. It starred Stacy Chbosky as Cheryl Dempsey, Ben Mesmer as Ed, Samantha Robson as Samantha, and Eve Ivar Brager as that. Did you hear that, that was Russian sweet, accent? That's freaking awesome. As Leonard Schwey. Um, plot to this movie. This is a faux-cumentary. Mockumentary. Right, a faux. But I'm calling it a faux. F-A-U-X. Because, um, because that may or may or not, may not be something that you and I are putting together. Oh, yeah. oh teaser! Hey, whoa. Teaser! Tease. So what we're putting together is not a mockumentary. It's... <laughs> Every time you say tease, I think. <laughs> Dear, no, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um... You know, and uh, it was kind of a real life. Uh, um, what was that one show called? Where they, you know, the America's Most Wanted? Or, not that it wasn't America's Most Wanted, but it was like you know the shows oh, on like yeah. the History Channel or the yeah, or like, the other kind of channels. Unsolved that are, like, Mysteries. Oh, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, but but uh, it basically, it's it's just like a a, a bigger um, episode of that. But I mean, that's I mean, I'm not trying to to, to <clears throat> criticize it for that. I'm not trying to come down on it. Um, because, uh, uh, basically they, I mean, they just did this, uh, documentary about the serial killer. Um, the, the movie starts off in explaining that, uh, they found in this house that the police raided, they found a couple of boxes of videotapes on these videos. 
is uh, basically documentation of a serial killer who videotaped not only the abduction of his of his prey, but the torture, the rape, and the murder of his prey as well, which is, uh, you know, really, which kind of got a little gritty, let's just say. Um, anyway, the documentary, it's, uh, the, the way they styled it, it was pretty, uh, in my opinion, it was, you know, the way they did it was pretty cool. It kind of showed the progression of his crimes, you know, how he was impulsive at first, you know, he, he, how he picked up the girl, uh, you know, off her front steps, you know, almost on a whim. Um, and then it kind of started to, how he started to hone his craft and even delight in it. Um, like he, it showed him, uh, through his videos, basically abduct a, a couple, you know, he, what he did is he actually disemboweled a woman and put the dude's head in that hole of the disembowelation. But you know, the whole time there, I mean, the, all these clips are, are interweaved and like, there's an FBI, uh, a guy who's teaching profiling in the FBI. He used to be an FBI profiler. Uh, but apparently he got too close to his work and he kind of burned out. But, you know, it was showing him, um, you know, it also showed some, uh, you know, interviews with some of the cops, interviews with some of the some of the family members, things like that. Uh, there was one character named Cheryl Dempsey who was actually uh, kidnapped. Uh, what's his name? The killer, who will, we know is Ed, uh, breaks into her, her parents' house when they're out for the weekend uh, he kills her boyfriend and takes her home as a slave. Uh, basically, he holds her in a basement, ties her up, uh, puts her in costumes, dresses her up. He has her all bound at one point, torturing her so much. You know, and, and this is one part that kind of got me, where where he was just like, "You are my slave." Yeah. Say it, you know. And he's just like, "Holy shit!" You know how much in 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 the way they did this. And uh, you probably you haven't seen any of the of the August Underground movies. Where it's all like real life. It, it, I mean, it didn't get to the exploitative level as uh, some of those did, but I mean, it got to the point where the pain that this person—you could almost feel the pain. You know, I could almost feel the pain watching this, and it's like, oh shit, you know. I would say anything to not have yeah. to like deal with that, you know, with that stuff. But uh, anyway, um, there was one really chilling part where Cheryl's mother—you know—she's pleading with the killer through the media, and you know, she's like, you know whatever parents say, but uh, there, it, she, there's a part where the killer actually goes up to her, posing as someone who wants to help, um, you know, and she figures out that it's the guy, and I was just like, what? Oh my gosh, what a yeah. disturbing shit. Not, you know, the whole time I knew this was fake, so I'm not right, like, right. I wasn't like thinking, believe this <clears throat> Anyways, you know, and, and the thing is, 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 I mean, the movie itself really is just talking about the, the profiling the serial killer, but you know he's kind of unprofilable. Is that a, is that a word? Yeah. The people like he sent out to try to get a profile to a bunch of profilers, and they all came back with with hardly any of them having anything in common. You know, sometimes he was this really smart guy. Sometimes he had an IQ of eighty. One one person said he was like really uh, meticulous. One person just said he's like a crazy animal and whatever. All the, you know all this different stuff. Um, he even changes M.O. halfway through. He started going after prostitutes, and you know, and they think that he did that because uh, it puts the the community that uh, it ease a little bit. Because like, oh, if I'm not a prostitute, then shit, you know, I don't have to worry about getting killed. But then, of course, that was just a ruse so that he could, you know, people put their guard down. So there's even a part where he plants evidence of a police officer. He actually steals some sperm that he donated, um, you know, in. Uh, you put it on some bodies and stuff like that. They they even um, uh, 
uh, went in to talk to Ted Bundy so he could, uh, you know, try to help find this killer. And basically all Ted Bundy says is he wants to eat his uh, liver with some uh, fava beans and Chianti. <laughs> no, not really. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, and, and basically, I mean, and that's, and that's the gist of the thing. I mean, it shows his M.O., how his M.O. changed, what he did, how brutal he was. And, you know, there was even some really disturbing parts, which I talked about Cheryl Dempsey, how she she even escaped. Um, well, he basically let her escape, but she was so mentally fried and so uh, you know, disturbed that she, she, she could no longer do anything on her own. She talked about how her master was going to come get her and how much love she had for the master, and that was kind of disturbing. Plus, a girl in that was, like, bony looking and also freaking mm-hmm. scary and... Anyway, um, you know they ended up. Uh, it, they 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 found the they found the tapes, which I thought was very interesting because basically, uh, when when he, with a guy framed this Foley, who's the policeman. You know the guy the Foley would not take a deal, and he always claimed his innocence. And they ended up uh, killing him with lethal injection. And uh, right when that after that happened, guy the the real killer prints out a map quest map, puts it in one of the policemen's mailboxes, and says you missed one. You know, and, and give them the place to it. And they find out through MapQuest, you know, did some searches, whatever, and to find out where it came from, and it came from the house where they ended up finding the tapes. And uh, But I don't know if this is a spoiler, but we don't really know what happened mm-hmm. to the killer himself. There's just 27 tapes missing. Yep, and, and who knows what was on that and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, I mean, that, that's basically, I mean, that that's a high-level synopsis of it. I mean, there's a lot more detail that goes into it. But, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I think that I mean that's the gist of it. What what did you think? I, I didn't like this show. Really? I didn't like. I did not like this movie. Um, I just the the thing for me is when we're watching other movies that are terrible, like they they don't they're trying to be terrible. So I'm thinking about Necromantic. I'm thinking about Martyrs. Um, if if you're gonna be terrible, just be terrible. But I felt like they just were, they held back on all this stuff. Like, like the other thing that bothered me was that to talk to these people, and, and we all know it's fake, but you know, if you know you're being interviewed for a, a, uh, you know, you're supposed to talk about your story, and everybody keeps asking, well, can I, can I get into graphic detail? How graphic can I get into? Only one dude did that, didn't he? It's like, no, really, the, I only, the, I only the little, one guy. The guy that said his girlfriend watched a half an hour of it said it. Um, oh, and then the other cops said it. I'm like, shit, guys. I mean, just I get it. it. I understand you're trying to be terrible. Right. I get it. <laughs> just get to the damn point. And so I real, I just, and you know, the just some of the ways that things were going down. You know, there's there's no nudity in this. There's no, and not that I have to have nudity, but if you're trying to really make it terrible, I just felt like they barely got an R rating out of this. Well, and and that may be true. However, if you, I mean, the the situ, it, I feel differently about this movie. Just to mm-hmm. start, mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. This is no bone saw. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, watching through it. You know, and and I enjoyed a lot of the clinical type things of it because a lot of what they said made sense. I don't know how true it is in FBI profiling. I don't know if that's real techniques they use. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I freaking watch SBU. You know, and, yeah, and I believe I like the those. kind of shit they say. So I well. guess you know, but you know, and I didn't think the. I mean, the acting. I mean, it, it, there was some parts where you're like, it, it could take you out of it. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't loathe it as much. There, as there, it. and I, I can't say that I loathe it because there were some parts that really created tension. Well, when he's walking up to the little girl. Oh yeah, that was that was. I didn't. I mean, that really got me. Oh, and it was then, especially as a little girl. When the the little 
Girl Scouts are selling cookies, and he brings them in the house. That's right. There were a couple of times where I'm like, shit, this could go. I mean, this is where right. if some, if you know, and, and when he did hit the little girl and take her or whatever right. he did, I was like, oh, shit. But they didn't get into this other stuff where, I mean, where most the most violent parts of what he could be doing, the tape kind of goes out. Well, okay, like, so the, I, th- that's a valid point. However, in my opinion, the the situations themselves are pretty are, are pretty frightening. I yeah, mean, but... you have Cheryl coming down there, and then uh, is that her name again? Yes, mm-hmm. Cheryl, and he's doing such terrible things to her that she she comes to the point where she is like she's in the dungeon. Yeah. Another girl comes down. And she's just like trying to shut the other girl up. He's not gonna like that. He's not you know la, 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 you yeah. know try. He, he, uh, you could you can see her psyche start to. I think Cheryl was was one of the one of the one of the bright points of this for me. But because... I agree with that a hundred percent. But then they're breaking away. To the cops to tell me what happened. There's a hundred and whatever tapes. Sure. Just show me this shit. I well, don't. I don't want to go talk awesome. to. I mean, because they build up and Cheryl's in the basement <laughs> and there's this guy and he wants to show you what he's doing, uh-huh. but they're not going to show you. They show little clips and then everybody gets to talk about it. And I'm like, what the? This this does nothing. If you're trying here's, to be that, here's kind of how I took that. this too. I didn't. I took this as if I was watching something on the History Channel or Discovery yeah. Channel or something yeah. like that. Oh yeah, and, and you know you can't show everything on there uh, because then it just becomes exploitation. And that's if you're showing all of the actual, you know, violence and all that stuff. That it becomes more of in the August Underground territory where you're showing violence. Yeah, but what are they trying to do? I with well, it, it, okay. So it, it obviously didn't work on you. But to me, it was it, the psychological torment of this girl yeah. was freaking rough. And they it, didn't and it, show enough of that. Well, okay. That's what I mean. I don't know. I, I thought they did. When they're I mean, like, oh, can... this Cheryl, she had this terrible thing. And, and it shows one scene of him telling her to call her slave. And then the other one where the other girl's trying to get away and he ends up having it real quick. She runs a knife. Well, and, well no. And also there's... Uh, that, you know, he dresses her up in the Victorian thing and puts the mask on her, and there's all sorts of weird shit that goes on. A little listen, bit. Listen, like I'm not gonna, clips. I, I mean, I hear you. I, I mean, I mean, I don't. I I'm not going to sit here and say that you're wrong or anything <laughs> like that because I it just it just seemed I, apparently it had a different effect. Yeah, on me, you know, and that's, yeah, that's, and that's fine. No, you know, that's yeah, not a big deal. That's true. I actually really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I I can see your criticisms, and I I don't think they're stupid or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I, I don't know if it's that I enjoy this kind of setup. I don't know if it's uh, I think I know that one part of this is the real life you know documentary mm-hmm. of a serial killer thing that that interests me and, and even though I knew it was fake you know I I liked the setup I liked the way they handled it and, and stuff like that and I actually enjoyed this um, especially what happens towards the end you know that we won't talk about but it, it was Cheryl how Cheryl acts after she gets rescued mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and this stuff like that but uh, I don't know I. I, I apparently I uh, didn't have much as much of a problem at, uh, with it. No, and that's and, and I've seen I watched a, I had to turn it off. This this other show, in the middle of it, I was on uh, Comcast, on demand, and they had this a sh- was it? No, 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 no. I'm oh. talking about something else. That they had this uh, story about this child killer from the 1930s or something. Really? And they like printed some of his letters. He wrote a letter to one of his victims' mothers about how he. Was happy that he killed this child and who was it? I can't remember what his name was. Albert Fish. Yes, yes. That's what. That's who it was. And and so I had to turn it out halfway through because I'm like, this is freaking disturbing. Right. And so as it's kind of a reference point, and then I watch this, and people. I mean, they didn't hold anything back with that. They read letters about f this, and I'm gonna f 
this and I F your daughter and stuff. And so <laughs> they didn't hold crazy. anything back. They're, you know, you're reading these letters. And so these guys are like, well, how much can I say? How much, <laughs> am I okay to say blood? Okay. All right. Well, I, do, blood. I don't like the fact that you, that you made yourself have no neck and you're looking around like Igor while you're talking. In that so voice. anyway, so like I said, it's interesting that we can have different viewpoints sure. about it like that. And I think that's good. But uh, yeah, so. I, I, I give this a buy. So yeah, that's a, I mean, that's, I give this. A, it's I give high. this an AMC. So I gotta write this down because we're updating everything. Oh, uh, we are eventually. We will. Okay. So, um. Uh, so, do you have anything else? Like uh, yeah. Let me see. There was. Uh, uh, I learned. Oh yeah. This basically taught me how to be a serial killer, uh-huh. and not to be impulsive in the beginning. And so yeah, I learned how to be a serial killer with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else said that? Um, it was, if I take the gag off, would you do me a favor? That was me to the dude who sent me that email, <laughs> sent us that email. And, uh, anyway, you guys can, uh, can, uh, oh. let your minds wander with that. Oh. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny what? is I put on here red box. Oh, you did? I did. On my notes, I have a red box, but oh. I just said bye. You, yeah, but you talk, so what are you doing? You talked yourself into a bye. So that's probably what you ought to do. I th- yeah, I, I'll go with a buy-up, because I was in the moment talking about right. it. Maybe it was because I had to defend its honor from you, you jackass. <laughs> Just use Do you have anything else, sir? Nope, that's All it. All right. So I have a what did I learn, how to keep an R rating. Oh, you bastard. Uh, cops get interviewed in public restrooms. There were some weird backdrop sure. shit Why not? going on. Why not? Uh, New York burns people through death row really, really fast. Yes, they do. Um because that cop went. It wasn't years and years. That no. cop was fried within like a couple months. Yep. Uh, if you're innocent, don't just sit on your thumbs like that cop did. Yeah, because you'll, you're a jackass if you do and you're dead. And serial killers should use better films. Dude, you, you can't give him a hard time because he couldn't have freaking afforded anything but a VHS recorder. Come on. And then who else said that? To be perfectly honest, neither one of us would want you alive for the things I'm going to do to you. Ooh. That was a deer hunter to his deer. Yikes. And then kick to the balls, two of those. The dude playing Ted Bundy was actually playing Jack Nicholson. <laughs> and the cop, if you're going to donate sperm, don't let it come back and kill you. Excellent. And then <laughs> because I hear that shit, sometimes it can it can globulize, yeah. create like a big giant I, sperm it's, beast it's and come crazy. after you. That guy yeah. donated sperm and then he was dead. All right. <laughs> Six Degrees, Stacy Chabesky, or Chab- Chabosky, was in Devil. With Jenny O'Hara, who was in Mystic River with Tim Robbins, who was in the Hudsucker Proxy with Bruce Campbell. Excellent. Yes. All right. Uh, two down, one to go. We'll be right back. All right, we're back with our final grab bag movie. Uh, was 
Uh, El Dia de la Bestia. Love it. <laughs> uh, Day of the Beast, uh, 1995, which I'm shocked this is 1995. Yeah. Because I typically, I don't I don't know, is it just me or was there, do we don't talk about a lot of movies that came out in the 90s? Maybe maybe yeah, late weird. 90s, maybe late 90s and early 90s, but not right in the middle. What happened? Well, Scream happened. Oh. And you know all that stuff. I mean, you know, and it's not all bad. And of course, there are exceptions. Well, this is definitely one. I, I know what you did last summer and all that stuff. Yeah. That, that's what horror went to. I guess for uh, a while. I mean, in, in, I know somebody right now. The guy who wrote us that well, he's not listening. But if he was listening, he'd be like, oh, "I'm sorry, but there were 27 movies that were actually good that came out in mid '90s." And blah, blah, blah. that was my dick in his mouth. Oh shit! shit. Anyway, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> You have to remember the guy doesn't hate us because, I mean, he doesn't hate us anymore because I did, you know he, what? he's not listening. I don't feel. I, you know what? I feel like I feel like I'm just taking this to a new level. But I want you to know it's all comedy, to me. Like I said, I I don't claim to be a comic. I just say things that make me laugh. We're down to nine listeners. Man. That's right. So <laughs> one cares? got one got uh, one who got no, one's not going to listen to us till we get our shit together. For the rest, the the the, the final nine of you, we appreciate you That's sticking right. around. Thank you. If you've made it this long, anything we've said today's fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, year 1995, IMDb. Guess IMDb. Did you look? 7.5. Yeah, you did look. Is it really 7.5? Yeah. yeah no. It, it, no, it's exactly 7.5. Nice, dude. Freaking, uh, you know. I wow. Think, I, think that, that's a, I think that's a pretty good. Wow. Uh, it was directed by Alex de la Iglesia. Uh, he actually has done, uh, obviously mostly Spanish films. Uh, I have seen one of his movies. It was called the baby's room. Hmm. It came in a Spanish film collection called films to keep you awake. It was actually, it was pretty good. It wasn't as good as this one though. Uh, it was written by George Guerra and, uh, Alex D. Iglesia. The budget was 1.5 million. And, you know, I haven't mentioned budgets on the other ones just because I couldn't find it mm-hmm. or I didn't trust it. So, <laughs> trust me, if we get, I've looked, if we give it to you, great. If not, it's because I, yeah, it's because, uh, the two minutes I spend preparing, just teasing, I didn't find it. Uh, starring. Don't, don't get a better idea as to what preparation goes in sometime. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Okay, uh, starring Alex Angulo as Cura, Armando de Raza as Cavan, Santiago Segura as Jose Maria, Terele Palavas Pavez as Rosario, Nathaniel Sassena, Nathalie Sassena as Mina, and Maria Gracia Cuchiona as Susana. And I only mentioned the last one because she was hot. I feel like eating a taco right now so bad. Yikes. Whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically, uh, quick plot synopsis. We, movie opens up. We're at a church. There's this a priest, uh, Cura, who's talking to another guy, saying, you know what, I, I need to get some forgiveness because of what I'm about to do. I turn, and, and, of course, we're all like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, it turns out this guy um, has found the date of the birth of the Antichrist. Uh, I guess there was some... Uh, Kabbalic text is, is what it's mm-hmm. that, that he's reading through and all the and apparently everybody else who's been looking for this stuff has the wrong idea uh, he figured out through some kind of uh, numerology or or something like that that the Antichrist was going to be born on New or sorry Christmas Eve or Christmas Day one of the two um, and uh, basically what his plan is is to be as evil as possible to sell his soul to the devil and, because he wants to he wants to rap with the devil you know 
like not like rap, but he wants to chat with the devil to find out where the Antichrist is being born so he can go kill the baby and sacrifice his everlasting soul for the human race. Yeah. Yeah, which is... That's an awesome plot, can I tell you? Dude, oh, dude. Awesome plot. You know, it's so funny. In, in, in basically what happens is this guy goes out, he's trying... It's obvious that he's new to yeah. committing all these sins. In, in this... In, in, let's let's just get this out in the beginning. This was kind of a horror comedy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was really And funny. I wasn't sure because I didn't know what it was about. Uh-huh. I didn't know what was going on, but I kept finding myself laughing at stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Well, it's funny because he walks by and there's this bum with... Uh, with some change on the ground, he like walks by, and then he gets this little idea, goes back, steals the guy's change, and the kind of like runs away. You know, he shoplifts some stuff. There's a point where he uh, later on in the movie, I'm getting ahead of myself, where he actually kills some lady, and he's and he's oh, like, oh yeah, he's like, oh, he thought he killed her. Uh, oh, oh yeah, he goes, he goes, oh yeah, she fell down the stairs, yeah. and it wasn't intentional, even though it should have been or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. It was so funny, but uh, okay, so. Uh, he runs into this, he goes down, what, what better place to, to find minions of the devil but this like really gritty, dirty, heavy metal shop owner. He goes down there, he meets a guy named Jose Maria. And uh, Jose is just this big, burly biker dude, all, all into metal. He's, you know, pretty, I mean, it's obviously a stereotypical, you know, simpleton. portrayal of, of, yeah, exactly, this simpleton guy who... Who's going to do? But I mean, I think he was kind of some of the comic relief oh, yeah. because it's so funny because this guy would just go with it. I mean, this guy was just like he, I mean, he was into to drugs. I mean, he had acid all the time, and they end up using that in the in the devil worship or uh, to to bring the devil forth later on. Anyways, he also uh, there's there's a like a psychic on on the tube, and he named uh, what was his name? Doctor Canis or something. No, like Kavan. Kavan. And basically, he's like, oh, I bet this guy can help us find out where, you know, the devil and how to get the devil. And apparently, this guy's written a book that helps you with these type of things. So, so uh, Jose Maria and Cura, I guess, basically just go after this guy. And I, I didn't even mention that Cura is uh, staying at Jose Maria's mom's hostel. Anyway, they follow Cavan. They, uh, uh, you know, there's a, they end up breaking into his apartment. And, and this is a great scene. They ba- he's basically, Cavan is sitting there going, this stuff is fake. Yeah. You guys, this is for assholes. <laughs> you know, to buy my book and blah, 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 blah. You know, and it was, it was just really funny. And, and so Cavan would like smack him over the head. You think I like doing this? You know, it's obvious, you know, that. Oh. Well, it's just even, it was funnier when the guy started going along with it. Oh yeah, because at first he's like, "This is just all bullshit," yeah, right. and then and then he starts going along with to tell him what to do. You got to sign it with blood. <laughs> well, and, and and he had to get virgin blood yeah. and all this other. Oh, you know, it's it just was funny. It was it was really funny, and you know, it it just turns out it, this poor guy, this priest, just plays like the the perfect hapless, mm-hmm. you know, kind of dude who's running around, and he's just so apprehensive of what he's doing. But but anyway, um, they ended up uh, doing this, you know, the. Uh, the uh, uh, the to summon the devil in in uh, Kavan's apartment and and I mean there was a goat that shows up oh yeah and, and I was I almost uh, expected the uh, the uh, uh, oh my gosh I forgot the name of the freaking movie drag me to hell drag me to hell goat running around yeah. the goat just kind of looks like I'm like you dumb son of a bitch you yeah. know and they and, and they basically throughout you know through you know some way he well he burned up this paper and he left some some uh letters untouched and they it came out saying this is not a joke you know you're getting and the guys are kind of freaked out you know it's funny and 
I don't know. I, all I can say is, is that, it, I mean, and, that, and that's a pretty high level thing. I don't want to give any of the jokes yeah. away because yeah. it's really funny. You do see old man cock. Oh, my gosh. Random. <laughs> yeah. Junk killers. And uh, ladies, he wasn't circumcised. Yeah, I paused it. <laughs> Not really. Uh, but anyway, so you have this guy having to do evil. You have Kavan, who's skeptical at first, but then, you know, he ends up believing he's and trying to help out. Well, yeah, a freaking goat in his apartment, I guess, helped out with that and, and a bunch of stuff. Um, anyway, lots of crazy hijinks, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And, and they end up even, you know, what's so funny is a lot of times in these, you know, the endings are, uh, are, are kind of weak. <laughs> I don't think it was in this. We actually get to see the devil. Yeah. Which I thought was, he, I mean, let, let's put it this way. We always complain about CGI. Mm-hmm. We're talking stop motion devil yeah. in 95. I, I was stoked. It. it was awesome. It was awesome. Anyway, so you, you seem like you liked this movie. I liked this movie a lot. I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Um, I thought that it's just the plot itself. I mean, I don't know. You, you could screw it up probably. Sure. But what a unique, cool thing to do a movie about. That this guy's got to trick the devil, get in right, with him. Right, right. And, and, you know, he knows he's easy. He's looking for forgiveness up front, and he's in trying to do these sins as he goes right. along. And, hey, you know, play, give me the heaviest music you got. And then, well, that's not working. Just play it backwards. <laughs> right. Like, you know, kind of the stereotypes of what we think are devil worshiping things. Right. Like, I just, <clears throat> I thought it was a great show. Perfect length. I mean, I think it was an hour 40. Uh-huh. And um, I thought that it, uh, you know, it had a good storyline all the way through. Climax was there. I and think then the three well. the three main characters were awesome. Yeah, I mean, Kira, Jose, and uh, Kavan were all great. It oh, ends yeah. up they're still all friends, except for the one who gets uh, thrown over the side of a tall building because he was because la- he was laughing at the devil. Yeah, I actually learned that too to not uh, to not if if the devil's got you by the scruff of the neck holding you over the side of a building, don't laugh at him. Yeah, because he'll freaking <laughs> drop you, dude. But you know, and, and the thing is, the characters were just so likable. The, mm-hmm. the, I. I I don't know why, but I really uh, there's a lot of characters in in the movies we did today. Uh, you know, the the main guy in, mm-hmm. in audition in this that I really liked. Um, anyway, but this you know, and this goes back to this movie knew what it was. Yep, and it just it stuck with it and just it, it delivered on it. I I thought it was really funny. There's uh, one of the best parts is basically Kira. Uh, he, he's trying. He, he's in the hostel. He's got to get the virgin's blood. Jose's mom goes after him because you know all of a sudden he's just. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. Shoots his ear off, you know. And uh, <laughs> push comes a shove, quite literally, and she falls down these stairs and dies. Well, the problem is, is, is Kira is talking to Jose, and he's like, you know what, man? I, I, I have something to admit. I freaking killed your mom. <laughs> and dude's like, all right. That's, that's, uh, that's not, that's, you know. Goes with the job or yeah. said something. It was so, like I mean, it was just great. I keep saying it was so funny, but it was. I love this. Uh, I I did learn that the devil is uh, pretty ugly, yeah. But I think he's tall and skinny enough that I could uh, like a grasshopper. That maybe we could, uh, you know, if we're up there on the height, I bet you if we if we played like uh, who can stay up on the log, you know, like that game, I would he would drop first. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what you got? All right. So what did I learn? Mall cops have irons in their offices. <laughs> Anyway. So, but uh, so so this mall cop. I mean, he's, he's curious, trying to tell him what's going on with the end of the world and why he's there. And the guy's like, "Yeah, okay, sweet." And he goes out in the hall and tells the secretary, "Hey, call and see if a priest has escaped from <laughs> right, from uh, mental suit." She goes back in, and then, and the guy hits him with an iron. I'm like, right. hey, the guy doesn't do that. Right. Anyway, so then Spanish shotguns have unlimited ammo. They do. Yeah, they do. Uh, with awesome. the mom, the mom was shooting the place. I noticed that too as that well. That was pretty awesome. 
Uh, and then who else said that? Leave me alone. I want to talk to the TV. That was Gretel Ann from Poltergeist. You mean Carol Ann? Whatever her name is. Gretel Ann! Does I have kind of the You're same? right. It is Carol Ann. Oh, of course I'm right. All right. And Sorry, then, I, uh, didn't, I didn't mean to be a no, dick. I'll dick you about it. <laughs> and then the other one is, I uh, got the lucky gloves, and that's me making small talk to my wife's OBGYN. <laughs> All I had was heavy, and that was Marty McFly. <laughs> that's, that's so stupid. Sorry. No, Jose kept saying, dude, that's heavy. I know. They all said that. Anyway. And then uh, my kick to the balls goes to Jose Maria for air drum retardedness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was like when a he did the- I was dying. I thought that was so funny. Air drums, dude. That's that's, that's the number one way to get a chick. Air, oh, air drums, by the way. Oh, and then, uh, uh, so my six degrees is Santiago Segura, was in Hellboy with John Hurt, who was in V for Vendetta with Natalie Portman, who was in Cold Mountain with Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was in Charlie Wilson's War with Tom Hanks, who was in Catch Me If You Can with Amy Adams, who was in Serving Sarah. Is that Sarah. six? Yeah. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Dude, so who who was in uh, Guillermo del Toro's? Um, Santiago Segura. I think that's uh, who is Santiago Segura. Santiago Segura. I thought that was uh, Jose Maria. Uh, Jose Maria. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He dumped a bunch of weight. Oh okay. Yeah. You know what's funny is didn't this didn't this kind of seem like a kind of like a. Uh, it it, it kind of had the feel of Kronos a little bit. I haven't seen that. That's oh, it's in good. my you know, it's and, in it, my and it's not flick. that it's not that it it uh, it this, the story's not the same. And uh-huh. Kronos is definitely not. But you, I mean, this with this, I think it's just being Spanish. Uh-huh. This this reminds me of a little bit of a Guillermo del Toro, like yeah. the like the devil. I mean, I I assume it's just because it's Spanish. That they finally got that with subtitles into Netflix. What one? Kronos. It's, oh, in they my did. Instant, it's in my instant queue right now. Oh, cool. I, you know what? I saw that in, in my, when I was in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, it's been well, a long, I, I haven't seen a, that since, I don't think. I got a copy of it. Uh, somebody randomly emailed it to me. Really? Yeah. And uh, it didn't have subtitles, and so I wasn't able to watch it. Oh, you know what? I now can, I've if learned you, how if to you need subtitles, subtitles, they're I've easy learned, to find. I've it, learned uh, how to hard code subtitles now, but now I don't need to because I can get it on Netflix. Sweet. You so, know, so this one, oh, so anyways, so I give this a buy. Oh, me too, for sure. Okay. Like a high buy. Yeah. I mean, this. Nope. I enjoyed this movie. I'll freaking watch this again right now. Actually, not right now, but you know what I mean. I hear you. Um, I have to admit, though, I'm a little bit of a sucker for, like, religious type end of the world mm-hmm. antichrist mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, I don't know. I find those fascinating. And yeah. Uh, not all of them, of course, like... But you know, a lot of them I do. I think are just... I, I think this... It's, like, almost like a built-in story. Yeah. You know? But... This guy had a cool angle where he was, yeah. where this this priest was going and he had to sin in order to, you know, that, I thought that was yeah, great. Yeah, it was just brilliant. Characters were great. Horror meets buddy comedy, um, except for, it might be a bone saw, except for uh, Grandpa Dick. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> just out of nowhere, he's like hanging out. So, hi, how's it going? What's up? I wear a robe. It's Here, open. Here's my cock. Yeah. Look at my beard. To my cock. Back to my beard. <laughs> now back to my cock. All right. Sounds like a commercial. Yeah. All right, man. These are so what so so overall, man, these I don't know. I thought it was good for a good grab bag episode. Yeah, so we're doing ghosts ghosts yeah. next episode, huh? We said we don't know what we're doing for the slab yet. Oh, uh, you know what? I just I I just acquired a movie. No, I don't think we should do it. But yeah. Slab. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll come up we'll come up with it. Yeah, but if you have ghost stories that have happened to you or someone close to you, then call in or send emails. And uh, and we'll get those ready to go. Maybe we'll only do well, or t- or tell or tell of uh, of your local yeah 
legend ghost stories. You know, and if we need to, if we go, nah, we'll just put it out as a freaking four episode. We used to do that every single time. I was going to say, maybe we only do two movies, but I like watching the movies, so let's... The movies are the best part. Yeah, so let's, we'll just <laughs> plan on doing it normal, and you know what, if... if if you have a problem with the four-hour episode... Oh, we're doing we'll... a trauma movie for the slab, we decided. Oh, that's right. Okay. If we do a four-hour episode, then you know, we'll be down to eight listeners, and I'm sure we'll get dude, an Dude, while you it. were gone, that's all we did were four-hour episodes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> we could love it. We were packing it. Uh, anyway, thanks for the voicemails, guys. Um, we always enjoy the feedback. Were you about to do this? No. I, uh, was, I, was, I had a one brewing. Oh, Yikes. Uh, voicemail 206-339-2730 that is 206-339-2730 you know about all those extra feeds that I have that I mentioned earlier in the show if you go to the website cadaverlab.com and you look on the left hand uh, uh, margin there are links to all those so you know I don't know why you would want to have one or the other and not both but they're there if you want Uh, is that it? well and then just a shout out to anybody that has some uh uh, maybe some throat lozenges for Stacy and her, uh, her, uh, splinters, splinters in her, in her, uh, in her throat. Yeah. Oh, wow. we, listen, we're a community. We take care of each That's other. That's right. Sand and varnish. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right. So from the kid, I have, uh, we will see you later. later.